Hi everyone, welcome to Nature Check, the show where you come for the game and stay for the science. This is the fifth episode of our Burn Campaign, a post-apocalyptic game for apocalyptic times. We're playing Legacy, Life Among the Ruins. Uh, we'd like to remind you that Black Lives Matter, LGBTQ Lives Matter, and the people who are represented by these statements matter all the time, not just when their causes are in the media spotlight for a week, not just when it happens to be Black History Month or Pride Month. Advocacy and allyship are things that you should be doing all the time, not just when it's trendy. We'd also like to remind you that for the entire month of June, all Nature Check streams will be supporting the Bail Project through a campaign on Tiltify. You can find the link to our campaign in the panels below, on our Twitter, or in the video or podcast description. We appreciate your support of this deserving charity to help bring justice for Black lives in our communities. As a bonus, when you donate $5 to the Bail Project through our campaign, you can choose to grant advantage to a player in either of our RPG streams, and a $10 donation can similarly be used to grant advantage to the Game Master or disadvantage to a player in this game. Uh, if you choose to use your donation to grant one of these advantages, please mention it in the text panel so that we can keep track. And as an extra special motivation, we have a secret benefactor who will be matching donations up to the first $1,000 raised. So please help us support the Bail Project. We want to thank again so much uh, the anonymous donor who gave $50 to the Bail Project through our campaign last week. You are our hero. Moving on to our general announcements, thanks as always to those of you who are watching us live. Uh, if you have any questions for the cast, feel free to post them in the chat and I'll bring them up when we take our break. If you're not watching us live, thanks for catching us on video at our YouTube channel or on our podcast. We appreciate you coming along with us on our adventures. Don't forget, subscriptions on any of our platforms as well as comments and reviews really help us out, so thanks in advance for doing that as well. And the social media information for the entire Nature Check cast can be found down in the reference section. Whew. And now it's time for introductions. Hi, I'm Cheryl, and my pronouns are she, her. I'm a PhD student studying ecology at the University of Illinois at Chicago, and when I'm not doing my research, uh, you can find me on YouTube as the host of The Roving Naturalist. Uh, for the Burn campaign, I'll be running the family called the Ripples, and my current character's name is Islay. Uh, next, we've got Jordan. Hey everyone, I'm Jordan. I'm a PhD student at Harvard and MIT studying brain stimulation and machine learning. When I am not doing research, you can find me on YouTube talking about how algorithms impact our daily lives. For this campaign, I'll be running the family of the Institute and playing the character Alyssa, and my pronouns are she. Uh, next, we've got Peter. Hey everybody, my name is Peter. I am a agriculture extension agent with the University of Maryland. I am an entomologist by training, but I teach people about all aspects of agriculture, farming, pest control. Um, my character for this game is the uh, <laughs> Shepherds of the Cave. <laughs> my my character's name, my current character's name is Caron, and both uh, he and I use uh, he him pronouns. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, and then we've got Xander. Hi, I'm Xander. I'm a PhD student in cognitive psychology. I uh, go by pronouns he, him. I'm playing the Bowerbirds in this campaign. The character that I was playing is Ganymede, but I think we're swapping over characters now. So. You can if you want. You don't have to. I guess we'll find out as we go along. Mm. Yeah, what happened find to Ganymede? Out. Did he die? Maybe. Spoiler. Uh, He's fine. Hey, oh, I don't want you to worry. I don't want hey, you to worry. Please, I beg you, let, let's do this organically. Give us. Oh, God, you're killing me. 
Oh, uh, let's see. On the internet, I uh, make content over at uh, Art Explains, my YouTube channel, where I talk about science and history, and especially neuropsychology. And uh, that's the end of that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Sometimes the inflection doesn't match whether it's the end of the sentence or not. And I'm like, I could continue, but I feel like that was the end. So. And punctuation. <laughs> and punctuation. Yeah. I feel like more sentences need that. Uh, that was the end of that one. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. No, Jared. you're fine. Um, and last and most importantly, uh, our game master for this show is Jareth. Uh, theoretically, at least. <laughs> I on everybody else. I use they pronouns. I own a pair of goggles. Uh, my background is in nuclear and uh, astrophysics. That's the major points. Uh, last time on this game. We uh, kind of rolled forward the age as like you all kind of got your little uh, outposts established to various extents. Um, the shepherds now have this cool catacombs, but they've got centipedes in the basement, uh, which they could have domesticated but failed. Um, Cheryl's uh, ripples have kind of like uh, some control over these uh, sea creature stand stranding. And a path to it. Jordan has the research facility and Ganymede's just kind of, or the Bowerbirds are kind of there. We didn't really, they didn't seize anything, which is fine. Um, but you're kind of guarding stuff and like providing uh, law to the uh, people in general. Plus, so friendship had, is the real treasure. <laughs> fre plus, friendship is indeed the real treasure. Um, so we had. Uh, da, 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 I think you all got two successes because we uh, took advantage for the age rolling. So who wants to start out? We can kind of focus in on the passage of time move here and uh, talk about that. I just need to find it. I'm stalling. Who wants to do it? Well, I stall. I'll find the right section in this book. <laughs> I don't want to call Xander out, but I feel like there was some drama we were all itching to hear. That's true, Xander. <laughs> you did tell us something was happening, or maybe not happening, uh, with the Bowerbirds. Why can I not find? Where is story moves? There it is. Moving the clock forward. Okay, I'm back on the back on pace, everyone. So, uh, yeah, Xander, why don't we start with the Bowerbirds here? Um, sure. So you. So got... the first, the first fortune. That I'm planning on taking is the one where the Bowerbirds found a hidden vault still intact from the world before. Oh, uh, excellent. So I have to specify what the true treasure was and gain tech from scavenging that treasure. Mm -hmm. But then I also gain a need, which is trade. Um, because we've yep. been hanging out with the cool stuff we found for so long, I think. Um, yep. I, I didn't really know what to pick, but I settled on... Uh, Energy storage, like batteries. Okay. That just I mean, seems like something that would be useful. I don't, yeah, I don't know why I, I picked that. At first, I was thinking really bright, colorful dyes, like artistic. Well, paints. that would be cool, too. Do then you... I was like, I feel like I don't know what I would use that for other than looking cool. But maybe that's important enough that I should pick that. Now, I'm going to go with batteries. I mean, it would be barter goods. It would be barter goods uh, as kind of a surplus if you kind of really secure it, like... You have the tech, but it sounds like you're not necessarily from the fortune. It doesn't give you a surplus, but I'm going to say, like, if they're dies, yeah, you could use it for all sorts of cool aesthetic things. Uh, 
if I, I already have a need, wait, no, I did, I did solve that, didn't I? Um, if you have a need uh, in one sort of thing and gain it again, then we just kind of transfer it over to a different need that's uh, thematically appropriate. Um, I was uh, gonna pick. I was gonna pick the last one where it says a series of messy public disagreements caused many family members to leave, but it was all according ooh. to plan. Uh, ooh, from their ooh. new homes, your exiles send you regular reports on their host's activities. Um, but what's weird about that is that I have to take a need of recruits and I already have a need of recruits, but I also remember okay. that I discussed my need for recruits, that I was like trying to get rid of it already. So. Oh yeah, you did try to get rid of it, but then you failed was what I remember. Yeah. It's like we did a roll about it and it became a PR disaster, uh, <laughs> which is maybe what led to this turn in the strategy, do you think? It kind of... Uh, yeah. Now having like agents, you're a bit more secretive in your dealings, and now you have agents kind of throughout various families and whatever. Yeah, and we'll bring that up when it comes up. Which cool. Uh, so you get yeah, uh, some family stat bonuses, slate and surplus. Oh, you get a uh, surplus of spies. Got it. Okay. So um, erasers just pretend apparently. Uh, ain't that out. uh gear family supplies and needs love reading a book on stream <laughs> mm -hmm. so let's find you an adjacent need to recruits um justice you had a surplus of justice didn't you i don't currently have a surplus of justice no okay oh uh, would you eh, that's not a uh, leadership maybe i already have luxury a leadership as well Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, recruits and leadership. Boy. Uh, maybe you're short on... Let's give you a need for um, barter goods. I'm going to kind of tie that back to your... Nope. Wait, yes. Cheryl has... No. God, I color-corded these so bad um, in my own sheet. That's on me. Um, but I'm going to give you a need for barter goods. I, I think um, more tied up in the dyes that you got, uh, I, I think um, you probably needed to expend a decent amount of your uh, kind of on-hand resources to like find and keep secret that vault or whatever. Sure. Makes let's sense. put it in this uh, the vault down in the maximum security prison, or at least near it. Yeah, that like makes that sense idea. to me. I'll just add that to the map. Uh, and so... Those are the two fortunes, and then, so how kind of in the past five or so years has, like, kind of in the broad sense, has your uh, family adapted to, like, the above ground being accessible again, all that? Uh, the Bowerbirds mostly went quiet and started to um, come up with plans to spread out and try and infiltrate mm -hmm. different groups of people to try and sort of um, listen and figure out who the new players were in this new world, um, if that makes sense. Like, who's making yeah. deals with who and who's uh, making plays for what territory. Um, mm -hmm. And the way that they did this was making it seem like uh, the Bower Birds were essentially breaking up, you know, like, uh, we're not playing in this band together anymore. Uh, we, our musical just styles thinking. just don't match. Um, oh, but in reality, they're still working together. They're just um, mm -hmm. trying to fade into the background since their, public, since their public reputation sort of tanked after they managed to 
recover the medicine replicate, uh, replicator that they wanted um, during the last part of the age. So. Mm -hmm. And kind of you held it hostage. Cool. Yeah, and so Ganymede, Ganymede's been traveling around a lot, um, mm -hmm. trying to meet new people and not necessarily doing much law enforcement, but more just listening to what's going on. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, and then the next thing is you can change your uh, doctorate and your life, kind of the uh, three the choices you made to your family. Um, so the doctorate and lifestyle, the specific assets, uh, and your tradition. Um, and we can kind of get back to that. Like, you can take a look at the playbook as uh, after that. Um, but you name a new custom that you developed to remember the frozen age that we just came out of. Um, what is that family custom that's like... It could be cool. Do you remember when Ganymede sketched the sun when he saw it for the first time? <sighs> I think it'd be cool Without if sunglasses. the Bowerbirds incorporated the image of the sun into their armor. Uh, yeah, I like that. I like that. That's kind of becomes a, a bit of a symbol for them, like the sun. I like that. Uh, and we'll adjust... Actually, we just added that map element uh, and I think that was both of right you had the dyes and yeah your uh subterfuge doesn't really have a map element and so now finally are we keeping ganymede what's happening with them are you doing a new playbook um either way you get a new role i don't know i'm on the fence okay <laughs> well we can come back around to that too there's a kind of a secondary set of the things we need to do what uh, once we look at the traditions and all that too. So we'll come back to you on that. Who wants to go next? All right, I'm going to say, Peter, you're making a face. <laughs> oh no, Am I, aren't I always making a face? <clears throat> yes. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of lost here and also my notes are- mm -hmm. Okay, no, that's uh, fair. Lost in Maryland, so- um, Ah, um, yeah. Uh, do you have the book though? Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay, uh, so we're looking at the moving the clock forward uh, move in the story moves. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I, you did get two successes, right? Uh, two fortunes for the... Um, so. That sounds true. I that sounds right. I think everybody had advantage. You didn't roll, indeed, uh, in roll 20. You rolled real dice, like some sort of... Uh, oh, yeah, like some Cretan. sort of barbarian, yeah. I feel yeah. like... I feel like that was because uh, I just listened to this because I edited it. I feel like oh. you because I, I know there was like, oh, you was rolled real dice. But then, yeah, I feel like you might have had a, at least a partial fail because Jareth was like, oh, well, I trust you not to have lied if you're saying you partially failed. So okay. I know I also got yeah. a nine, which is a partial success. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. That's right. Wait, feels feels oh, right to yeah. me. Yep. Okay. We're cool. We need okay. to start listening to the podcast before we do this. I, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> the first two times yeah. I listened to it beforehand, and I felt really good like, about that. I'm literally that. writing out my stuff right now. <laughs> yeah. No. For, for sure. I definitely. When you're in the moment, I didn't quite don't quite commit it as well as I do if I go back and get a second mm -hmm. listen to it. Here we are. You know. Well, okay. So, uh, this one going to be combat point two. Sorry about the grape opening noise, but let's get going. So we're going to say loud. that I had a success and a failure. Is that right? Yeah. So I got a fortune and a trial. Mm -hmm. Okay. Ah, uh, yes. I remember this because I was like, okay, these Excellent. trials are fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're roughly mechanically um, similar to the other thing. Tech is like the only thing that really matters on this roll. 
or data, whatever you get. No tech. Anyhow, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I think a plague ravaged your family seems uh, mm-hmm. fun to me. Um. Ooh. And so I'm thinking. Um. So all right. Mm-hmm. The shepherds are a primarily food producing group. So mm-hmm. maybe it wasn't necessarily that the plague was affecting the people of the shepherds, yeah, but like well, a, it was like a plague of the livestock that they were producing. Um, so like the banana fungus. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That sounds good. So, okay. I think I established that there was a, um, that we were producing mushrooms that we were then Mostly, feeding yeah. to the insects that we were mm-hmm. growing. And that was, yeah, the fungus was the new basis of the food chain. Yeah. So let's say that there was like a, um, a secondary fungus that was attacking our primary fungus crop. Oh, wiped out the basis of our food chain. I know. And, oh, and, you, uh, are you an stealing anim- this from yourselves? Yeah, <laughs> kind of. an, an anamorphic fungus. Oh, uh, since we, we learned all about those last night mm-hmm. on uh, the uh, uh, Arctic. I assume that's a fungus written by K. Applegate. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's not. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it absolutely is. It yeah. fights funguses. I assume is roughly mm-hmm. what you want from me. Uh, yes. Cool. So um, you had a fungus plague, and that's bad. Um, you so. Have- it says take need medicine and you have it as a surplus. So in that case, they just cancel out. And you no longer have it as a surplus. Excellent. And I gain three treaty spent split between any families you wish. Mm-hmm. I guess one for each of you. Does that sound good? And if you want. I assume you guys are keeping track of your own treaty. I tried to at first, but... Uh, I feel like we haven't really needed not to rely on too it much yet. yet. Yeah. Like, everybody's been pretty cooperative. Although that too, uh, the that uh, bowerbirds seem to be mm, possibly moving into a less, yeah, into a, a, a dark, darker place. <laughs> I'm excited for the bowerbird uh, bower bird heel turn. Mm. Grapes <laughs> um, aren't as seedless as I was promised. Oh, that's disappointing. It's fine. They're not like unmanageable. Um, <laughs> Peter, go ahead. <laughs> Um, you also get a fortune. A good thing yeah. happens too. I think I'm going to go with your family spends its time brokering deals and making friends. You mm-hmm. erase two of your surpluses by spending them on gifts. You can gain plus or three plus treaty divided between other families, however you wish. Hmm. Actually, that nah. is like the rest of your surpluses. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Uh, I don't want to. Yeah. Tell you how to live your life, but. <laughs> Especially because your family uh, has a thing where they turn surpluses into uh, other surpluses. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good point. Yeah. (laughs) Don't want to mess up your mood. Your family builds a place of safety and commerce, creating a new haven in this land. Gain plus one reach and surplus prestige. Take need crops. Okay. So again, that's another one of those that I I, have a surplus of crops. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to trade that. So I have prestige, um, but since I've been like uh, trying to expand, just, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I'd let you swap that for luxuries because you have a luxury surplus, and that's a bit less useful to you directly okay. as your character's family. And I think kind of um, that that could work to kind of set up your cool base in the uh, 
catacombs if that's what your plan was go ahead yeah no that's excellent because just i'm thinking about like how geographically we've been expanding so much so mm -hmm. um, in fact i'll give you those centipede pets yes uh but that doesn't really so now the other portion of that you chose your things uh, so kind of these past five years, you've had access to above ground. You've kind of been focusing on uh, your new cool like uh, catacomb. It's got like the it's got those pillars out front, which already makes it like a good starting spot for just like a uh, neat place to hang. Um, what else are you doing though? Like uh, assumed some engineering. You had a plague that was bad, but it was it was it was very rough. It set us back a couple of years. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, but we've been basically trying to expand from food production into other um, more uh, ranging stuff. So trying to improve our ground mounts. Um, we had that mm -hmm. issue with temperature being an issue for our large yeah. pods. So, um, yeah, trying to improve. Those problems have probably met ability. each other kind of coming and going a little as it's gotten warmer up top. And they you've also kind of... Uh, genetically engineered your way back to um yeah to higher cold tolerance from these you know cave adapted insects yeah yeah we're just really trying more. to push and be like the first ones to be able to produce stuff above ground so trying to work mm -hmm. on on that and trying to establish kind of dominance mm -hmm. i think yeah it's occasionally swaths of land mm -hmm. or position ourselves so that we can do that I think just kind of as a reference point, we're occasionally getting days, especially kind of in the summer, uh, summer where like it's above freezing now. I still definitely because like ice is just like uh, stores energy in like its structure. And so it takes a while to like really heat up, even if you've got like direct sunlight on a fairly equatorial zone for several years in a row. Uh, so, yeah, temperature still very low. Uh, and then, what custom have you developed for um, in the uh, age of the frozen, the age of ice, the ice age, if you will? God, somebody should name something that. Mm. Sorry. I don't know. Xander had such a good one. I have, I'm not feeling inspired. Yeah. No, that's fair. We can come back to that. Um, I'm kind of skipping over to the part where you change can change your uh, assets, lifestyle, traditional, that as desired. Because um, we'll hit that on round two. And so think about the uh, uh, custom on that. Uh, so let's see. Oh, we're supposed to add a new threat opportunity or faction to the map as well. We'll do that later. Um, we'll do that on the set and go around for everyone because I didn't do it for Xander. <laughs> uh, so yeah, are you staying with uh, Karen, 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 right. Karen. Yeah, I guess so. Although he's moved okay. to uh, less of a active mm -hmm. role and more of an administrative role. So what it, um, that that is the thing. If you're, uh, if you have that, you can. Well, his roles. like role is leader, and I feel mm -hmm. like he's he's maybe stepping more into that, but it just in a different way. Uh, um, it says to activate a role move. Do you want to like maybe move over like to agent where you're kind of being more actively doing things, or is that? Um, hmm. 
Because like the way you advance is kind of cycling through the robots a little. Right, bit. right, uh, right. So you're not. <laughs> yeah, let me think about that. Yeah, fair enough. We don't have to. This isn't. We're doing. This has to go through a few times. So let's not settle. Cheryl, Jordan, either you want to go next. Otherwise, I'll pick someone. I can go. Nice. Uh, let's see. So I rolled an eleven last time. Um, yeah. So that's exciting. So I chose two fortunes. two fortunes. Um, I don't know, a lot of spies up in this game. So I chose huh? uh, a series of messy public disagreements causing many blah blah blah. Um, as well as your family goes through a golden age, questioning old philosophies and forging and forging new paths. So my thought was that, um, and the secret missions to the military base and the stuff that mm-hmm. we pulled from that, we go through like a golden age of innovation and don't necessarily understand how those like robotic bugs were managing the military facility itself, but understand how to kind mm-hmm. of replicate them for our needs. Um, and in doing so, there were some messy public disagreements that were like actual public disagreements where people left, mm-hmm. but then there were also some that were planted so that we could put spies into people's families. That makes sense. You did already have those agents in the uh, operators keeping your secret mission secret, so... You've definitely uh, shown uh, subterfuge before. And then the um, other one was the Golden Age one? Yeah. Okay, and you and so, do new. Oh, I was going to say, for the new family move, um, I chose... Which one? So I already had Deep Knowledge, Horrors, and Rift Bowfall, um, and Weird Science. Um, mm-hmm. And I added an eye for details. Okay. And, and then... So I already had a lead, a need for leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, know let's. If you want to sub that for something? Yeah, we'll find. Uh, when you get a need that you already have, we'll, we just kind of. It says actually gain a different one that everyone agrees is appropriate. So you can all fight me if I say something dumb here. <laughs> um, let's hope not. Um, I would say maybe energy. Energy is a good need. Um, just like your production chain, um, is drawing heavy power and the, uh, uh, nuclear reactor people are like, what the fuck, my dudes? Um, yeah. And that also ties into the other one because I also need, oh, sweet. Yeah. Okay. Short staffed and have like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. If you're like, yeah, people like left, then that's definitely. All right. So yeah, everyone's um, mood's taken a bit of a hit so far, which yeah. I think checks. So I also have plus designed. one slight from the other fortune, and also plus of mm-hmm. spies. Mm-hmm. And I also haven't decided if I want a new character yet. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, but uh, for the short term, you also can kind of pick if you want like new uh, traditions or assets or anything. And um, oh gosh, I have to keep switching between. Here we go. Um, and then you get to name a new custom if you uh, have one of those on hand for the uh, Ice Age. Who's in it? I don't. I should have formalized that. It's too late now. We're going with Ice Age. All right, let's do it. Dark Dark Age. There it is. Um, I think I'll probably stick with the current traditions and doctrine. Well, okay, yeah. maybe not doctrine. <laughs> That's uh, you don't. I don't know uh, if we're still holding back another call. <laughs> that's fair. Um, 
Yeah, that that's I think we're handling on the next one. This is just like, although if you have it, feel free to. Um, that's good to know. We don't have to check you on those points now uh, next time. Um, but just if you have kind of like a story based like uh, custom that kind of comes out of uh, the kind of five ish like in memory of the kind of time the age that has passed now, is it kind of something that your family like holds on to as something they do or. Anything um, like that. It's like less trusting a custom. Okay. I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's all right. Um, distrustful of outsiders is, I think, a um, a custom. It's yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, we can mess with it more as we come and go, but that that makes Especially a lot of sense. There's so many damn spies in this place, apparently. <laughs> yeah, right. Spies all over. <laughs> in fact, I have spy. a surplus of spies. <laughs> two surpluses of spies going around right now. Um, and it used to be such a so nice you... cave neighborhood. <laughs> Caverhood. Um, Caverhood. <laughs> I don't like that. Let's not. <laughs> not like. uh, so uh, and then, let's see, neither of those uh, fortunes, I think, really requires a map element to change it. Um, and then you're on the fence about characters. So we'll come back to you and yeah. Cheryl, why don't you tell us about the family stuff? Hi. Um, yeah. So the ripples got a partial success on um, the turn of the age roll thing. Um, so the trial we took is uh, uh, your family fell apart into feuding factions. The eventual victors are stronger, more unified, but lacking refinement gain one grasp and surplus leadership, but gain need culture. Um, and then uh, the fortune I took kind of plays into that. Um, so I think Peter also took this. The uh, Your family builds a place of safety and commerce, creating a new haven in this land. Gain one reach and surplus peace, but take need obligation. Um, so the story there is that... Uh, some people in the ripples really wanted to stay in the caves, like the, the underground lakes. And some people really liked this idea of being out in the open air on the surface, Mm -hmm. um, at the place that we'd sort of claimed for ourselves at the sea creature stranding site. Um, so we sort of Mm -hmm. split into two factions that slowly, you know, came to a re agreement. Um, so now we've got this place of safety and trade going on, on the surface that we're like building a small settlement at that. Sweet. uh, at that seaside uh, place, I guess. Um, and then uh, because of all of that, uh, I decided to switch Islay's role from agent to leader because she's now kind of in Ooh. charge of the seaside settlement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so hang on, let me double check because I think that uh, triggers a thingamajig when you switch your character's... Uh, where were you? Character playbook. So I didn't change the playbook. Because that's... She's right. Still no, a Sentinel. Uh, Sentinel, thank right. you. I was about to ask. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then, yeah, you get... Da, 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 da. So you get to add a new move of, like, the Sentinel moves. Okay. Um, um, so I'll have to pick a new... Pick an extra move. So it's an extra move to add. Yeah, anytime you trigger a role move, when you change a role other than during character creation, which even technically during that, you uh, get a new move. Okay. It's 
character creation, the moves are kind of separate anyways. Um, <laughs> but when you change your roles, you get a new character move, so you kind of get more powerful. Nice. Okay, so uh, so I did a trial and a fortune. I changed her role. Um, I'm keeping um, my doctrine, lifestyle, gear, and traditions the same, but I have a question, um, because cool. my doctrine gives me a surplus at the turn of every age, so I guess I get to pick one of the surpluses um, listed now, right? Do, 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 do. Probably. Uh, we are, sorry, I gotta... We are the preservers yes. of the seas. What? The the doctrine for um, the ripples that I Oh, okay. The preservers of the seas, and so... Okay, no, I sorry, a, I... Sorry, mm. yeah. <laughs> no, that's totally fine. I was looking at the family playbooks and oh. saw pioneers of the depths, sorry, yeah. but not preservers of the seas and i was like they're close Wait, do you have like the like alternate universe berenstein's berenstein's uh <laughs> version <laughs> anyhow um, um but yeah, so that's... yeah you gain uh, one of those three surpluses which one do you want trade um, or transport what was it sorry it's trade what barter goods actually you already have trade so yeah, barter, goods barter goods or transport yeah. all right cool um so I'll Wait a minute, I need trade in barter goods. I know. Well, hot diggity. Mm. Hot diggity. Um, okay, so that means, yeah. And then also I have a question. I have a family mm -hmm. move that does something when we go through a trial. Is that a thing I do now or later? Uh, it probably is. Let me take, which one? Um, the family move is uh, called the Kraken Wakes. And basically it says that, like, uh, when we go through a trial together, we gain a surplus motivation and one hold that we can use to give us advantage on a family move in this age. Uh, yes. Okay, yeah, I see it. Uh, yeah, when your family faces a trial on the turning of ages. So, exactly then. Cool. Uh, yeah, so you so get surplus. Get motivation. So I got four surpluses. You have a, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Miss Turn of the Age. <laughs> most of you are like, uh, hurting surplus wise, but not Cheryl, not the Ripples. <laughs> uh, you got a lot of needs and not a lot of surpluses, but not these Ripples. <laughs> these Ripples. Uh, but I mean, these like kind of the age sort of things about kind of result, you got to resolve your needs, spend your surpluses wisely. It's a whole, right. that's the driving mechanism. So it's supposed to push you a bit. Yeah, I'm talking the out of game stuff a bit too much here, but yeah, you get one hold that you can um, spend at some point during this age to take advantage on a family move. Cool. So that's nice. Awesome. Um, as far as a custom that we developed to remember the age that just passed, um, the people mm -hmm. in the developing seaside settlement, um, the tale of how the expedition. Uh, narrowly escaped from the albino orca was so inspiring that now there's sort of like a coming of age whale hunt that happens once a year <laughs> for all of the young people so <laughs> they're all albino by the way okay well yeah so they they just like so, yeah yeah i just yeah so like the the young adults go on a whale hunt once a year to sort of commemorate you know the the securing of this location that's fair. Um, I just, I figure kind of in a sunless world that albinism has at least as much a, uh... Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, so I think that's, I think that's everything. Yeah. Uh, and you're, yeah, you stayed with a character but triggered a move. That was the thing, is uh, that when you, that move happens, something actually happens, like in character. So let me look it up. Sentinel, here we are. Um, so when you become a leader, 
Mark, when you seek sanctuary for your family, say where they'll be safe. I'll say what's in the way. I think we kind of talked about that a little bit with like uh, the sea creature stranding up uh, on the upper world. Mm -hmm. Uh, And what was, I mean, what's in the way even was kind of, well, the open ocean really feels like in and of itself. Um, But you can make a place of safety as long as you are careful and respectful, I think is where I'm at in yeah. terms of that move. I guess I also assumed that it would just be risky because I haven't heard any of the other mm. factions trying to make like permanent settlements up above where it's still pretty cold and exposed. Um, so I assumed that that could well, be a danger in itself. Wasn't uh, I guess now is a perfect time to go back to Peter. Wasn't that you? Weren't you doing yeah, a little bit of that? And- yeah, yeah. We're well, not like above ground, but like with mm-hmm. at least with the um, the genetic engineering facility that we took over, there was an entrance above mm-hmm. ground. So at least we no longer have to rely on the elevator operators to get. Above. Yeah, I guess we're like close to above. But that's ground. distinct from like Cheryl's kind of just like out in the open, like. Yeah, we're not have, building you know, above yeah, ground yet. We're still we're still underground, but we're just ground access. Definitely. Cheryl probably has kind of you know those like research tents that they use for uh, little geodesic kinda, dome kind of things. Yeah, exactly. Just really uh, that was very cool. Um, <laughs> cool, but since we're coming back around, well, I'm going to focus and ask you even more questions, even though uh, that's not the order we did the first time. Um, so did you kind of take a look at like your family level doctrine, lifestyle, assets, tradition? Uh, well, that was, wait, is that what you were going to ask me? I I was going to, I was looking at other stuff, family level doctrine, assets. So you are here. Let's, let's take a look at the cultivators of the new flesh. Um, Please hold my hand through this. (laughs) No, of course. (laughs) Um, under the traditions, you kind of have the. Uh, that that's a completely I don't remember which one you pick between populist uh, style uh, and governance, but those are all kind of aesthetic. You can swap them up to the extent that you want. Oh gosh, I dropped every. Uh, we're good though. Um, your doctrine has kind of a bit of a uh, game impact. You have the um, sculpting the new. Yeah, so that was what. Yeah, sculpting a new humanity, mm-hmm. um, which okay. is something that like I never really emphasized before um yeah but like when your family creates or tames a new species they inherit one of the minor or cosmetic traits um, okay, yeah. from that species um so i think i'd like to lean him more heavily into that um love it. so uh, we'll stick with it but like yeah I yeah mean, i i feel like um <sighs> having trouble thinking about cosmetic traits that don't also come with some kind of advantage so i think what i'm trying to say <laughs> um but yeah like it's fine yeah yeah so like i think um in an attempt to um so it hasn't been that long right it's only been a couple of years so like it's not like caron has had the opportunity to like create to like genetically modify himself right but like the um the younger generation of cultivators is um is like receiving some kind of uh, experimental modifications, we'll say, um, that include um, mm-hmm. some 
some arthropod features, uh, compound nice. eyes. Um, yes. more, I was hoping for compound eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then also some like cuticle into so like as as the sun comes back, I think everybody in the cultivators like has heard mm-hmm. tell of the idea of like skin cancer and like how mm-hmm. terrifying that is. And so like there there's a big push. There's like a big cultural push to like increase um, like the resistance of integument. So like there's some 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 like idea of like oh we should figure out how to like put cuticle on the outside of people to give them like sort of a exoskeleton to like maybe protect them from skin cancer. And it's it it's very very early and experimental uh, and and very creepy. Um, yeah, and, I hate uh, it personally. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So a lot of the younger cultivators now have these like kind of almost like scaly patches of like lumpy armor on their skin. Mm-hmm. Okay, because no one um, likes putting on sunscreen. So they'd rather have chitin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Would. Yeah. <laughs> You want to change your lifestyle up? Uh, I think you were settled previously, so your farms could work on multiple surpluses simultaneously. My, uh, yeah, um, I think that's we're sticking with that. Okay. Um, um, speaking of, do you want to do kind of your family's culture move at the start of this age? You can. Oh, you don't actually even have to uh, do the months of cultivation since you had. You had land and barter goods. I know you spent that land on something, right? Yeah, to, I think. To, okay. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um. Then, since you had land and barter goods, I'm gonna give you the culture thing effectively, so you get a surplus of crops. Okay. And a slow but steady population growth at the end of the age. If you still have, okay, that. Uh, oh, actually, I guess. Uh, yeah, if you still have land at the end of the age, you get recruits, and likewise, you get livestock, and you get a free tag for your mount. So that's nice. Um, you can also switch up your base level gear if you want. I don't, you don't have to. No, I like uh, it the way it is. Yeah, let me give yeah. you your bonus um, crops and livestock on my sheet, so you're not quite as doomed. Yeah, now you have for land, but... Um, Wait, not crops. Sorry. I... Population? Oh, no, yeah. Oh, wait, you have crops. Mm. Crops isn't... Uh... Okay, it's only barter goods that I... No? Well, I don't think you have any of these. I'm sorry. Uh, now that I'm looking at it, I have the setup. I was looking at the things that they produce. They produce medicine, crops, and livestock, but they need progress land and barter goods, and I don't think you had any of those and you now have two of them as needs so there we are um never mind i'm sorry i don't think you get to use your thing but you can okay. switch up your assets if you want no, that sounds right um, that's fair uh, honestly i don't necessarily think you would those seem super awesome already to, yeah how you're yeah exactly honestly yeah uh i forget you had the uh the animal and the bees and what was the last thing that you had um the experts. Uh, was it the i think i had animal hides and homes of spun fabric was already oh yeah that's right the um 
Yeah. Or oh. Or wait, no, of... wait. Did I, I had so I, okay? So I had agricultural. You can vehicle. switch it up. Okay. Um. So I had train attack yeah. animals. Um. And pedigree animals. Pedigree animals. The, which yeah. you can add a free tag to now, I think. Right. Unless. Um, I don't. I think. Oh I'm gonna no, go you with... can't. But it's fine. So all right. So if I uh, if I go with farmers, I get plus one quality and plus and wrangling crops and animals. So that's kind of their area of expertise. Uh, followers aren't just like you have people who can do whatever. You have you know a group of people who can help on wrangling and crop uh, crops and animals tasks, mm-hmm. for instance. Yeah. If you chose farmers here. Or if you chose the surgeons, you could have people who are good at like healing, but like you can't just like, uh, like Lissa's grad students were good at, I don't remember, I think research and knowledge. So like you couldn't necessarily. (laughs) Kind of. Those characters might. Uh, But like as. If anything, I had them do counted as research or knowledge, but. Well, not in like that kind of zoom in. That was more about, but like <laughs> as broad like assets when you were kind of just like using them as like the people hanging out in the caravan, knowing things. That you did use them as that. The scene was its kind this of is own, true. Uh, the quick characters was its own thing, and I like that mechanic a lot. But we'll get to it if it comes up again. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with farmers. Okay, excellent. Uh, yeah, instead of like uh, some defense, that sounds yeah. good to me. Uh, and then what was your other um, move that you had? Uh, which, what do you mean? For, uh, you had your family move. Uh, you had culture, because that's the one you have. And oh, what was right. the other one? Oh, man, I wish I had my notes. Um, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, domestication, recycling. Evolution. I think I had evolutionary. I had one of the evolutionary leap ones. Okay, um, uh, that's. Let's see. Uh, no, that doesn't quite feel. Yeah, investment. No. Well, it'd be cool if Roll Twenty didn't like delete this information. Huh? I know. I know. I felt uh, so good at the start, and then now I'm right? just succeeding uh, in losing my notes multiple times. Um, character sheets for must these monsters. <laughs> How could they do this? None of it's even editable now. I do not know what happened. <sighs> I feel like it was um like domestic. I think it was domestication. Okay. Um, yeah, that seems cool. correct in the way I've been playing. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, because I've been oh. trying. That's, I mean, that's yeah, basically cold resistance yeah. is the, yeah, okay. So we're kind of already doing that in game. I like that. Good. Yeah, it was Good domestication. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Perfect. All right. Uh, and let me just double check the moving the clock forward. Uh, so you. Uh, oh, right. Uh, so if you. Um, bu- 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 bu, keep keeping. Yeah. OK, here we go. If keeping the same character, um, then you go for a roll move of some sort. So you kind of got to like change. You're changing kind of the way your character interacts. You were a the elder, am I wrong? No, you uh, were a scavenger. I was. Well, wait. Are we talking no, about my um, my my the character playbook or my role? Um. So, what character playbook are you? I'm envoy. Envoy. Thank you. Uh. Um, okay. And then yeah. Um. And then I was a leader. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think now, um, I think, hmm, no, I think I'm going to stick with leader. 
Okay. Then uh, you don't get a move at this moment, but that's fine. Uh, you don't have to. I take one anyways. What do I care? <laughs> you're supposed to do it only this way to advance, but like I feel like your kind of leader really fits the character you feel. We'll maybe talk about it next age if uh, you're sticking with this guy, but I, I'm fine with you sticking with like leader for now and keeping the move. If you change the first change that you get a move at, I'm going to invalidate if it happens in age. But other than that, fucking, I'm not going to worry. Okay, so this is envoy moves. Is this? Yeah. Oh, um, uh, you had Wasteland Savant, which lets you uh, do slightly better always when you're doing Wasteland Survival. Right. And you had another one as well. I bet. Yes. Like, statistically speaking. I, it was the Black Dossier, I believe. <laughs> that sounds... Um, yeah, that's one of them. Uh, cool. Because, yes, yeah, it was. Sweet. Yeah. So, do you want me to switch those up, or can I leave them as uh, No, you get... There? No, you keep I'll those get two, one. you get one more, is the uh, cool oh. thing. Oh. Yeah, because when you... Um, so when you change your role move, when you kind of change who you are within the family... Um, uh, you kind of more experienced and you get another move and like we oh. didn't quite handle it but it's fine <laughs> well then i'm definitely taking a uh, matter of honor hell yeah uh sounds like something zuko would say uh when you win a <laughs> duel Ugh, sorry um. when i win a duel whether of swords riddles acrobatics whatever uh. <laughs> i may roll plus sway on a hit the audience sees me as correct or at least the most honorable. Uh, I may pick one on a 10 plus. I may pick two. Um, yeah, there's some. We'll yeah, look blah, at blah, those blah. when it comes up, as I think. I cannot wait to see um, you in a duel of riddles. I'm so pleased that that was one of the options. <laughs> I know, me too. Like, whatever. I love, I love open ended things like that. That's really what I like about kind of this system. Uh, it, like in D&D it's all you have to know and to a certain extent because the way that's that game is you have to know exactly what is what and here it's just like or whatever who cares does the group agree that it's a duel that's how it says uh, the like note under that is it's up to your group what makes something a duel and how you'd win it <laughs> I recommend to, establishing it at the start you have to hear that um, <laughs> the weird like the western music in the part. background the uh and then the like tumbleweed rolls across in the background. That's that's the only way you know it's a duel. Ice ice tumbleweed. <laughs> or no, you could have Jock James playing on a player piano that comes to a sudden stop. Uh, okay, yeah. As the floorboard creaks, like there's a lot of there's some sort of appropriate musical cue is what we're getting right. Here. Exactly. No, there's yeah. a whole visual language to this, and we'll get to it. Um, uh let's see xander though i did uh skip you did you want to finish up uh the we'll finish up the moving the clock forward with you yeah so i think ganymede will go from being an agent to being an outsider because i like the prompts Ooh. that it gives me all uh, right let's take a look is... at that uh scavenger right yeah scavenger thank you um, i am on a different page than that oh i like that a lot yes <laughs> While we're waiting for Xander to find the right page, thanks to the anonymous donor that gave each of us one advantage tonight. Ooh. That we will spend oh, eventually, snap. probably. 
Um, so they, well, I, listen, this is a very narrative one, and I'm not going to apologize for that. Sometimes in this game, you do like one roll, and it affects the next hour or two of gameplay, and that's how we're doing it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Sandra. Thank you, donor. Thank you, thank you, donor. Yeah, thank um, you. So the outsider, what happens is my horde starts whispering to me. So my horde of treasures yes. starts whispering to me, and then the game master and I work together to figure out what my horde wants me to do. So, do you have ideas yet? Because, like, I don't really, but, like... Well, uh, I guess it depends on whether I went with energy storage or dyes for my horde that I found. I think if I found a bunch of dyes, it'd be really funny if I was supposed to... I like like, dyes, honestly. ...create, like, a massive work of art or something. Yes! I don't know how that would tie in to the story necessarily. Maybe it needs it doesn't to be matter. No, who cares? You, your horde really wants you to like paint uh, it doesn't matter. Just like paint your uh, masterwork uh, across like the entire you see these like hills, the vault and this uh, prison are kind of located up in them. They're covered in snow and like you can paint something you know, 300 feet high that just like dominates the landscape and it wants that. Oh, oh it wants that. That ties in so you know well what? to the so whole. You. That ties in so Maybe. well with That's the whole you. <laughs> you being the man who drew the sun from like the second episode. Oh, that could be it if you want. Oh, ah. cool. But you must create. So it's like, so like real. So it's like real life. Most sinister yeah. art assignment I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, it's up to you if you want to draw it in blood. <laughs> uh, but you could also use pigments, you know, a standard thing that humans use most of the time. Although blood does also have some... Hey, I'm not going to... Listen. <laughs> um, so then... Uh, so you have... That triggers that move. Um, did you? Were you switching up any of kind of the family level stuff between so. assets? Okay, let's just take a quick look at your um, Lawgiver's book then. Uh, Uh, So your doctrine was Righteous Vigilantes, right? Yeah. Uh, Okay, that's... uh, Yeah, maybe. I looked at the three and that felt right. (laughs) I never remember when I... You get one where you can ask me questions uh, versus, like, some of the other ones, I think, and then yeah, my lifestyle is nomadic. Yep. Yeah. Um, and that's not doesn't really come up here just yet. And you can switch up your uh assets if you'd like as well. Uh, I'm, just like go ahead. I think I'm good on the the assets. Okay. Because I then, have assassination blades, which kind of fits and. Many, I, well, I think you had to add many, but many, I have many smart. of them, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool, and then because you changed uh, roles, you get one more scavenger move. So, any thoughts? I don't remember which ones you had. You had just enough. For scavenger you have moves, stuff I have just pockets. enough and rune survivor. Well, now you have one more. Kind of. Oh, excellent. Um, yeah, you can pick one of those. I guess I'll pick tech attunement. All right. You can always detect. Oh, dang. You can detect tech. That's pretty cool. Uh, when you focus. So, like, you have to activate it. But that's still pretty cool. Um, 
And I think that's everything for you until we, um, just everyone, we are going to add, uh, you get to add one more of the things from your, um, I assume from the family playbook list. It doesn't explicitly say that, but it seems like it should be because that they're thematically tied. Um, so we'll all get to do that, but that's the last thing. Uh, and then Jordan, what was the, let's finish up your stuff. So you had, did you want to switch up the doctrine, tradition, any of that stuff? Um, so I was going to change the doctrine to mm-hmm. being uplifting mankind's remnants. Ooh, I like that. And okay, cool. So yeah, you can kind of um, grant other families advantage if they're uh, taking your advice. That's cool. And are you switching up like your assets, your uh, lifestyle? Um, I don't think so. Okay, cool. Uh, and are you sticking with your character? So it's going to stick with Lissa, but change her from a rebel to an agent. Sweet. Uh, she's the elder, right? Am I making that up? I don't know what anyone... Seeker, right? Yeah. Okay, okay excellent. Sorry. <laughs> I should say, what playbook would have helped? Um, so <laughs> when you become, you went from outsider to agent, you said? Rebel to agent. Rebel to agent, right. Okay, uh, sorry for the quick. Uh, mark and hold one when you search uh, Wasteland. Solution to one of your family's problems. Um, okay, cool. Um, so you kind of have a floating hold, which is just like a point. It's a token. Um, I think we went over that at some point, hopefully. Um, at some point in this age to have a device that you scavenge, uh, that you know where it is, that you can bring back to solve a problem. And okay. you get a new move. And you had, I think, the experimental energy uh, projector, right? Projector and curative admixture were my first and two. Curative admixture. Cool. Um, um, and you can pick another one and as always your uh i didn't mention on the uh, for you other folks but your uh family's inheritance moves are also options if you want some of the moves that are available to quick characters that those are sometimes valuable too uh i'll go world traveler sweet uh let me just i gotta know need sense of direction uh sweet you okay yeah you get to wasteland survival using lore a thing you're good at yes like <laughs> anything that does not require voice well that uh replaces a steel roll do you still want to steel you're also pretty good at uh, that's fine i just i don't want to like well i already have experimental energy projector the cool one yep <laughs> Which is the only one that lets me roll with lore instead of force on attacks. So I'll just stick with that. That's fair. Okay. No, that's I more chances to roll lore is not a bad thing. Uh it is just yeah. Um wanted to make sure you knew how good it was. Uh and then Cheryl, let's see, you kinda like uh, went from the move list, so I think you kept we already went with your doctrine assets and stuff. And your new character, uh, your character is staying on the same playbook, but getting a new role. So right. we're good on all your stuff, uh, except. Uh, sorry, it says when you mark a new role, you can raise a stat by one or get a new move. Um, so I actually chose. Oh, to, 
I actually bad. chose I to raise a stat, but All right. whatever. All of that was available <laughs> to you guys as well. If you didn't want to uh, pick a move, I sorry was paying attention when I did this. All right, it's fine. Uh, yeah, you can do that. Feel free if you want. Uh, but that's on the character move. Uh, the, the character sheets, and I assume you're all maintaining that stuff for yourselves anyways, kind of, at least. Um, cool. So then the last thing that we're going to do to kind of set up this new age, and probably we'll take our bio break after just like as a narrative, whatever, is put some new threats, opportunities, and or factions on the map. Uh, you all have lists from your family playbooks. Um under the landmarks oh i guess those aren't uh you can come up with something but those are good starting points is i think uh where we're at just like stuff that gets kind of uncovered as the snow melts away stuff that uh kind of happens culturally we have some raiders here uh now and they exist again uh there's also kind of some small settlements uh throughout the region uh, just of kind of people who didn't want to live in a city anymore or people like Cheryl who are trying to like secure specific things or um, stuff like that. So there's a bit of uh, upside. Uh, yeah, so you can make people happen on the map too is mostly what I'm trying to get at because we have some already. So who's got think, a thing they want to put? <laughs> well, so the biohacked raiders are specifically attached to the genetic engineering facility. And I think that makes sense. Um, like right like we're I, I i guess i'm thinking like we're expanding this as like our area of production for mm -hmm. medicine and crops so like it's a resource intensive location and also less defensible than like the home yeah. cave right which is like this huge no you know, they're definitely your convoys are a particular target of these raiders absolutely yes uh they kind of came from your playbook anyways, and we put them near there because, like, that makes sense anyways. So, yeah, they're uh, definitely uh, primarily uh, raiding your ship. And I guess we also have the, like, the centipedes were already attacking the um, the elevator operators, and we were working so kinda, on the whole, like, yeah. pheromone-associated, like, thing, but that had not panned out yet, so... Um, mm. We could say that's still an issue. The wild yeah, versus the say, domesticated yeah. centipedes. Yeah, I, th I think you haven't, like, uh, you know, sub uh, subsumed the entire centipede population, but you definitely, like, uh, have raised a few from hatchlings now and whatever, 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 have some as pets. Well, so, yeah. yeah, so the tricky thing is, like, because they're predators, they're not very mm -hmm. good for uh, food production, right? Like, True. the reason we don't eat Wolves. Think that that high up the the food web structure, um, tuna. Uh, yeah. So okay, fine. We eat tuna. No, sorry, I was just thinking <laughs> about how tuna has that like mercury issue because of that. Specific. Sorry, I, I was <laughs> no, like, no, you're, with you, you but like you're, you're right. <laughs> fish, fish are the exception. We prefer to eat. <laughs> yeah, we prefer to eat big fish because they have big bones that are easy to pull out. But yeah, for most other animals, we prefer to eat lower down on the food chain yeah primary no, that, yeah. rather than secondary consumers or, or you know we don't do food chain anymore it's food web but that's still the, that principle holds true as far as like 
we eat things that eat plants. We don't eat things that Wait, eat plants. Wait, you mean to tell me not... my eighth grade education was deficient? <laughs> Surprisingly, there are many things that most of us did not learn in eighth grade that we should have. Uh-huh. Makes me wonder what else I, people just know oh, the basics. I'm feels sorry, I'm not. Painfully relevant. Oh. Yeah, God. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah. Um, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> what do you want? What do you want? I'm um, yeah. If I, I will eat you, even though it doesn't yeah, make, it. you know, sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> energy right, efficient well, sense. Turn. Anyways, so we're not eating the centipedes. As we're just mm-hmm. the point of no, that they're, they're more. Uh, I have to imagine, like, uh, I, I mean, I know most of our like draft animals like horses and whatever they're also not carnivores but i imagine you could at least use a centipede in kind of that sort of oh no horses are food animals i don't sorry all the horse people who may be listening here yeah in fact eat horses yeah but like it's uh, honest to god the thing horses are probably best at being chopped up and eaten jesus christ horses are pathetic and staying alive There go all our like viewers. Like to die alive. <laughs> uh, this, yes. I support this. Bring it on. I support this hot take. Um. So yeah. No, uh, horses are dying machines. Apparently, they just like so bad at staying alive. God, they're pathetic. Gee, is it because we selectively? Well, it wasn't even entirely yes. our fault that they were bred to be like way bigger bodies than their legs can support. And yeah. yes. Yep. So I'm thinking more so like it's having several legs. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking Perfect. more like 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 uh uh like ninety or replacements legs. for dogs is what I'm thinking with centipedes. Like smaller yes! like attack animals, right? right? Like war okay. dogs, but centipedes. Okay. <laughs> so we've like, already got uh, our we've already got our eusocial, you know, wasp trained attack animals. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe we're like piloting our first generation of centipede attack animals. I, I love, I love this. I hope the Cheryl centipedes doesn't. work out better than the wasps did. <laughs> I think they got us They're out of one okay. encounter. If I remember correctly, they attacked Ganymede. So yeah, they attacked but everyone, but they the also did solve the problem. Ganymede did was... die, and neither did the rest of us. So I call that a victory. Hey, you know how it was last... glowing leopards? I think glowing yes. snow leopards. Yes. Remember how uh, two times ago in Arda, uh, Brian asked if Cedric was okay, and I was like, "Yeah, he's fine. He's on the ground, but his eyes are open." And you were like, "I'm concerned about your definition of fine." I'm gonna turn yeah. that back around on you right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they're adorable. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, but that. Uh, so, are you? What are you adding to the map? Is that was all a good story, and I'm glad we did oh. it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I guess that was something to the map. I was just uh, kind of reaffirming the biohacked raiders. Um, they're already there, uh, my dude. Yeah. Give okay. More. What? What else? Uh, so, all right. Um, where are my options? Because I was looking um, for that in the in rulebook. Your uh, the first page of the uh, family playbook. Oh, um, has a landmarks thing. Um, and in the kinda... fam- okay, skip me. I come back to me. Yeah, absolutely. Does because anyone have a thought about kind of what you want to add to this map on behalf of your family? I saw something on mine that sort of. Uh, inspired i don't want to take directly from the prompt but it inspired um so in addition to whatever tiny settlement we might have here on the coast 
Um, one of the prompts from the fall says something about poison flowing through the streets of like a sunken city. Um, but that got me thinking about how um, when we talk about the permafrost melting in the Arctic and how that might be releasing like pathogens and things, I'm wondering if like as the ice and snow in this world um, post the sun coming back start to melt, if maybe some sort of like uh, toxic effluent starts leaking out of one of these bases or something and starts affecting the water supply or the land. Um, I don't know yeah. where on the map that should go, but I thought that might be a fun twist. That, uh, like, melt causes problems. Put it somewhere off in the east. Uh, yeah, I like that kind of uh, poison water supply. How, does that feel like what you're going for? Totally, yeah. Toxic water supply damn it when i hit enter it like tries to it gives me a return not like an, uh, it's fine <laughs> or it gives me a return not an enter mm-hmm. uh cool jordan xander do you have things to add to this map but i already added the vault so oh yeah you did add the vault nice good work <laughs> Uh, do you have anything else? You can, but you don't need to. I don't think so. Where? Okay. Where is the vault? Um, over by the uh, maximum security prison in the southeast. I can tell which way is east and west without using my fingers to oh, left and I right. See it. Okay. Cannot. Sorry, the text was so tiny, I missed it. Oh no, that's totally fair. There's kind of, <laughs> I didn't make the best map that's ever been made and we're now messing it up more so like (laughs) and that's just gonna this is continue to be like less and less easy to read which is why it's more of a reference use for the players than something we're sharing as part of the uh campaign it's a living document a living I, document. Exactly. I say we we had a thousand dollar donation. Then then we can sh- we'll share it for everybody to make fun of. <laughs> sure, I'll take mm-hmm. a screenshot of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this <laughs> thing Wave, waves hands. <laughs> it's like colors and boxes. It's fine. It's doing what it's supposed to do. But right now we're adding things to it. Xander did. Jordan or Peter. I don't know. I don't know what I want to add to the map. Well, that's fair. Um, hmm. All right. Since no one else is talking, mm-hmm. I'll fill. Did the you hole. find one? Yes. Um, uh, okay. So my raiders are specifically biohacked, which we have not talked about. Those ones right? are biohacked. But, uh, yeah. 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 So. Um, Wait. Did you just say my raiders? My I'm raiders. Concerned. They're they're my <laughs> raiders. They're, they're raiding me. His shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. My threat I that I talked like, about already for like twenty minutes well, you or did, whatever. But I thought you were like secretly running them. Well. They're affection that you may or may not be able to work with in the future, but uh, that's not what's happening right now. Right now, they are blowing up Peter's supplies and stealing <laughs> them. So the one of the my threats is a plague that's too perfect to not. Oh, be we already hit that somewhere. Yeah, we. Fuck. Yeah, we did. Oh man. No, we we selected that, and you were like, "All right, pick somewhere and make it secret." <laughs> All right. Well, Biohack Raiders cool, is not one of the it. ones on my default list. That was oh, okay. I just How really that like happen? that one. I guess was that someone else? Um, You're right. right. It's not. Wait. How no. about a pack of perfectly designed predators? This is a lot of Love alliteration it. there. I like pack it. of perfectly designed predators. 
Maybe is that enough plosives for you, Cheryl, else. for your Sorry. editing? Put, pop, put your pop. microphone closer before you make those plosives. I didn't care for that personally. (laughs) Makes my brain Uh, squinch up. (laughs) Oh, you guys are. uh, I'm trying to develop uh, a following for my new ASMR YouTube channel. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Hey, I did that. Don't joke about that. I know, I know. You can if you want. I feel like all four of you appropriately fit ASMR in your your specific topic areas i feel like you if you wanted I mean, to oh man. i'm gonna tell you something, something with I like don't. ai generated asmr Ooh. i mean Maybe i think I'll the real that. question is why haven't you done that yeah do <laughs> write that it down because okay so i made my asmr video for my channel as like an april fool's joke and i was like oh haha because asmr channels are so much more successful than education channels and then that video did way better than my normal videos do and i was like oh so you should definitely <laughs> we're gonna do that at some point. <laughs> definitely do AI ASMR. That'd be amazing. I mean, there's a Dang. huge amount of it out there. I mean, it, you it's just ripe for the picking for, yeah, running through some kind of algorithm. So yeah, I took a look, and I don't know where these biohack raiders came from either. But we're adding some predators. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to get back on track. I just yeah, I didn't mean to get back on track. I love that. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. I just need to interrupt and DM here a little bit. <laughs> no, just a little. I mean, listen, we that, this is kind of establishing some very large narrative beats, so we'll kind of like uh, gotta take a break and then focus on some more narrow stuff once we uh, once we've established all this big stuff. Which big stuff. this game's a lot kind of big and then small, and I like that. Uh, but yeah, have we added stuff? Uh, is there anything? Uh, so there wasn't anything that really. Grabbed your fancy on the um, uh, the kind of enclave list, Jordan? Um, I'm pulling from landmarks, right? Yeah, the the landmark set. I don't got a solid one. If you don't, uh, I, we could use that uh, site of connection to the stars beyond, which is like a gigantic telescope dish, uh, in one of these things, like the Arcebo dish. Okay, if that's. I'm not exactly sure yeah. what we'll do with that yet, but hey. I don't know. <laughs> None of these are super standing out to me right now, so. Yeah. Nah, that, that one kind of grabbed me a little from for that. It's, it's definitely not like an ideal solution to any of this, but that's fine. So yeah, we have kind of a new map. We have a new understanding. Let's take like five, ten minutes, get our bladders emptied, and uh, start doing some rolling. How about that game? Awesome. Yeah. So thanks to everybody who's watching and thanks for the people who are chatting. Uh, don't forget, we have a fundraiser running for the bail project. Um, and since Jareth said we're about to start rolling, now is the time to go donate. I mean, any time is a good time to donate to a worthy cause. Um, but now is an exceptionally good time because you can give us advantage or disadvantage on the rules that are coming up. So don't forget to donate to the bail project, grab some refreshments and take a break and we'll be back soon. Thanks. Hello, everybody. We're back. We took a little bit of a break. We hope you enjoyed your break, Um, but we're back, and I guess we're going to do actual play stuff now. First, we did the setup for the turn of the ages, and now we do things in this new age, I guess. Um, Oh, man. Yeah, currently there... We just go for another age. I had a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, currently there is uh, one advantage available for each of the four players, and then the GM just gave themselves two uh, disadvantages to assign to players when they feel like it. So <laughs> that's fun. Mean. So is that fun. Legal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can do that anyways. That's the yeah. I was about to say, I. don't you? Yeah, but I mean, there's nothing stopping all of you. But now from... I can do it out of spite. Right. Yes. Um. But yeah, there's nothing stopping any of you from donating to help all of us. Um. Or for any of you out there, um, for helping us or hurting us, whichever you know you feel like. Please don't hurt us. Actually, um. Use... <laughs> I might use it more for like. Uh... Like a hard move or something that to add like danger or something than to just like explicitly give you disadvantage. We'll see. Let's see. Anything's possible. It'll be like that. Yeah. A, I guess there'll be a reason to go along with the disadvantage I'm adding if I do is what I'm getting at. But that's cool. Um. So we just uh, established a kind of whole new set of uh, like where you're at, what your families kind of are now looking at needing. Um. And that's cool. The kind of new problem is uh, that's facing you all at this exact moment are these biohacked raiders that uh, Peter has unleashed. They've uh, been for the past couple of years, um, Insane Jane and her reckless raiders have been hitting Peter's convoys uh, for mostly supplies, um, but uh, also, you know, like genetic material. They've... uh, got like some sort of cold adaptation uh because they're all just wearing like uh sleeveless leather vests they've all got they're just like cool they look really <laughs> tough um they're, and they're on like bikes they have oh, no. too. yeah sure wait bikes uh, like pedal bikes or bikes like motorcycles no motorcycles oh, <laughs> oh man am i a raider uh, i got my speeder bike um no still? they probably uh copied your model though uh, I ride up next to him. Hey guys, nice hogs. Want to want to cut cut some road? Oh boy! <laughs> Give me and um, you make that exact face at the end of the sentence. <laughs> and they murder you. That's why we're switching gears. Spend the next twenty minutes wondering why they're being actually. <laughs> um. Uh, but in more recent uh, weeks and. A uh, month or so, they've been uh, getting uh, bolder and uh, attacking kind of outside of just that region. They're starting to uh, apply pressure to um, your supply missions. Uh, I think, Cheryl, you uh, your uh, convoys to and from the stit stranding have been hit a few times Rude. now. I yeah. Well, talk. Don't talk to me. Talk to Insane Jane. Who is also me? Um, but we'll get to that. <laughs> Who is also me? <laughs> but she, she's got a Russian accent. That's oh, the, awesome! You know, like, hello, I mean, San Jean. I do. How did like people this. maintain regional accents for however long the sun was out and we were all living in a cave together? Well, it's not. That's it's not, not actually a Russian accent. It's it's a new. It's a Wastelander accent that just so happens yeah. to sound like mm-hmm. exactly like a Russian accent. Okay, I buy. No, she came from the Russian bases. Um, of course, they had their own bases. Anyway, um, maybe yeah. I don't know. Shit, did we get past like nations in the two thousand years? I haven't answered this question. I don't want to. That's so much fucking history I have to write. Well, it also would have just made sense geographically. 
Yeah, sure. Right. That too. But I mean, like, I, I did view this as kind of um, uh, a collaborative project, at least at some level. Um, based on my... We, based on my research into what the languages of the future are going to be, Russian is one of those languages that'll probably last quite a while. So hmm. that makes a lot of sense. Probably a lot uh, of languages have died out over the past couple thousand years, but what might've happened is no she learned Russian French anymore. She learned Russian first when she was young. <laughs> and then she, when she was older, she learned English mm -hmm. and that's why she has the accent. I mean, it does make a lot of sense given like the way that the uh, ISS and whatever. Anyhow. Uh, so yeah, she's got a Russian yeah. accent. It's cool. You haven't heard it yet, of course, because like, She's off raiding your convoys. No one's really talked to her yet. And it's gotten to be not just a Peter problem. And that's where we zoom in. Uh, you least all have kind needs, of problem. desires, things. Mm -hmm. Well, but now it's everyone's problems. So that's mm -hmm. better than yeah. a Peter problem. Lots of people you. have Peter problems. Do they? Mm -hmm. I see ads about it on the internet all the time. Uh, I knew that's where you were going with it. And I'm so disappointed. <laughs> Oh, that's on me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You should have seen it coming, man. It's been a good campaign, everyone. Thank you so joke. much for watching. Uh, please. So are we like having a meeting about what to do about these raiders? Is that what this scene is? Uh, roughly, yeah. Yeah. Well, then, in that case, Ganymede shows up and he's got long bedraggled hair and beard with like twigs in it. Twigs? Yep. Where did twigs. you get twigs? twigs? Where did you get twigs? I just said that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just... Repeating for emphasis. <laughs> that chorusing. That's classified. Where I got these twigs. Can I have them? Oh my god! You can have one. <laughs> cool. Pre preferably right. take I guess one. They're twigs now. Put it in a sample bag. Yeah, preferably take. Preferably take one that isn't like twisted, like really deep in there. Cut it out. How are you going to make sure the DNA you extract from that is the twigs and not his? Are you going to create a twig baby for me? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is my son. Have... He's half twig. <laughs> Where do you think Groot came from? It's just oh, Pinocchio. No, no. It's just Pinocchio. I saw that one uh, and I couldn't stop hair. it. I couldn't stop the Groot. You've probably been right, wondering. Uh, to the next stage. You've probably been wondering. So we go on to the age of Groot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we did it. That was an age. We did oh, it. We did it. Oh, you guys, you guys were supposed to invent Groot. I thought it was going to be a whole secret thing, but you did it. <laughs> the I game don't know is over. How. We won. <laughs> you are probably the, wondering where I've been for so long. Were you gone? And the, yeah, and then I pause and wait for yeah that. Yeah, I was. Uh, here, let me doing stuff. Uh, neat anyway so about the yeah. raiders <laughs> yeah uh, how did you even get into this council meeting <laughs> <laughs> did yeah, somebody you gotta invite change, you you gotta change your locks more often <sighs> whose responsibility Ooh, is the locks um that's my response I feel like it was oh. the bower birds because they're the lock darn it um <laughs> I also have NPCs in this scene, but honestly, I'm loving just letting you guys do stuff for the minute. Let's. The um, uh, James from the elevator operators uh, takes responsibility for not changing the locks. They've been very busy with the raiders. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He okay, was not supposed to be allowed in here, though. Well, now he's in. Well, I guess now that you're here, do you have any insight? Is yeah, your my... is your classified mission? Involved any kind of information gathering oh. about the raiders? Hey. Yeah, yeah, I, I have I have friends so. that have been gathering information about the raiders. There's a yeah, move. I have friends. 
is like this. are they also twigs? <laughs> Some of them are not twigs. Can I make a a roll of some kind? To see? I mean, if you want to interrupt this beautiful role play, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I have a surplus and... of spies, and I have. Um... So now we're gonna. Flashing back to how you have been, let us say, uncovering secrets. Yeah, and I have this ability called Ear to the Ground, which helps me gather information sometimes, too. Um, Is that character or... uh, I think that's... Family. I think that's family. So can I not use that right now since we're zoomed in? No, we're at... uh, This is more at the family level that we're starting at. It's just that, like, we're looking at some characters who are doing stuff, but we're talking about how the family is... Especially kind of coming into this moment, so in preparing for this meeting, for instance, you might have spent the past couple of weeks doing your recon stuff. Yeah. So what Ear to the Ground does is when I'm looking for information on a target, I can Mm -hmm. roll a reach roll and then I can learn information about them. Yep. Absolutely. Can I do that? Yes. Oh my God. That's excellent. Words I have this giant root beer mug in front of my computer, so I can't actually see the screen. One second. <laughs> oh no! It's also in character, apparently. Uh, that is the root beer mug. It's all the sassafras, sassaparilla. Oh, there jokes. we go. Okay. Uh, so, give me a roll for reach. On a seven to nine, you get one. On a ten, you and, get uh, three. My reach is a zero somehow. All right. So I'm just rolling two d six. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, seven. Perfect. Uh, that's, um, a hit, but not a critical whatever, so you get to have one piece of information from the list. Do you need it? Yeah, so I want to pick where to find their lair. I assume that's something Ooh. we don't know yet. Uh, yeah, no, at this exact moment, uh, we're kind of backfilling what your characters and families know, and so now you do know it. You wouldn't have if you didn't, you know what I mean? Okay. Awesome. Um, Ganymede, Ganymede pulls a map out of his hair. <laughs> his hair is full of secrets. There we uh, go. And he unrolls it. He unrolls it. And uh, you can see that it's it's remarkably precise um, information about where you can find the layer of the uh, biohacked breeders. And there's also some twigs in it. In the you layer or just in the me. map? In the map. Uh-oh, I can't tell question. you where the twigs came from. They may have come from the lair, but that is um, yet to be seen. Uh, they kind of have a roving uh, lair. They've, uh, so the map is just a map of uh, like an arrow, just, you know, no, I don't know. It's got one of those dotted uh, lines no, you on it, like they from kinda, the family circus. Um, they're approximately here. Yeah, from yeah the you can trace their moment, uh, <laughs> movements. I'm going to even give you the ability to know exactly where they are in this kind of... Um, in media res moment, you'll be absolutely able to track them, track down. They have kind of uh, not quite a like Jawa sized crawler. That's just like crazy, but they have um, their kind of central base, as it were, is like uh, something a bit larger than kind of a double decker bus that on crawlers that kind of moves around as they raid and whatnot. They have a tour bus. A little bit, yeah. They have a tour bus, and Zane Jane and the Reckless Raiders will go beyond <laughs> coming to your city. Um, oh, I will buy it. It still says Q Sinich 2036 on the side. 
Wolf. <laughs> Lord. Um, but yeah. Uh, so you know that about them. Um, does anyone else have moves and or well, moves really that they kind of want to have had done leading up to this moment? Like, uh, there's, I know some kind of more generic family data gathering in uncovering secrets if you spend data to, that's a bit less applicable to a specific person or threat the way that the Lawgivers one was, but um, that is kind of how your family interacts with, um, I guess, the map in a broader sense. Or you can be trying to claim some stuff, have conducted some trying to been trying to attempt diplomacy. You've got options, is what I'm getting. No? All right, uh, fair. So then Ganymede uh, comes back with this cool twig-covered uh, map, and you now know where to find these raiders. What do people want to do about it? Just gonna like hit them hard? That doesn't seem like it necessarily goes great for you, but maybe it does. You're big families. You got soldiers. Some of you. Hmm. What have they been stealing? Huh? What have they been stealing? Um, largely from uh, Peter, uh, a lot of it's food uh, supplies kind of meant to go to support various outposts. Um, they're definitely a lot of it, kinda, the stuff that's not that, definitely, that's like 70%, and then like 70% of the remaining chunk uh, is kind of like, uh, tech and gear to keep their crawlers going. Um, and then, you know, various sundry weaponry, uh, vehicle stuff, uh, supplies. I think your secret uh, carriage ends have definitely gotten hit once or twice, but you probably haven't told anyone. Um, just guessing. Uh, if you're still actually doing the secret stuff, I don't even know if you're still like... Oh boy. <laughs> okay, cool. No, then fair. I... I don't see why you would have stopped either. Yeah. Uh, sweet. Can't hurt to keep looking. Oh, yeah. Um, Actually, um, why don't you just kind of give me a roll on claim by force to see how well that's gone overall? Um, I'll kind of probably modify it a little because this doesn't quite match up with how I'm thinking. But give me a grasp roll to see how it's going. Mm, probably badly. We'll see. We'll see. I have minus one grasp. Uh, you can I mean, do it, it goes with advantage if you want. That's I'll true. That. <laughs> <laughs> Miss. Woof. With advantage. Oh, man. With advantage. All right. Um, so then you don't really... I was going to... Uh, this is more... Um, I was giving you a chance to like grab, take it as an asset to the same level. Peter's got his cool thing and Cheryl's got her cool thing. But I, I think with uh, miss, I'm just going to not let you have it as we kind of come into this moment uh, that's still secret. You're still very much not in control of it. Um, uh, oh gosh, I should probably um, come up with how things have evolved there, though, because you're still definitely watched every time you go in. Um, and do you take a friendly or an inquisitive or how do you approach kind of the drones whenever you show up? Um, inquisitive. Inquis okay, so yeah, um, like I don't think I, we're trying to like break anything because we want to yeah, learn more about how it works. Hey, buddy, what are you? Okay, 
uh, then yeah. yeah, I think they uh, respond uh, every time you show up. There's a uh, party shows up. There are a couple of them kind of hanging out at the doorway that just kind of follow along at the ceiling. They don't really seem to run and hide whenever you look at them like they used to. Um, but you've also been fairly unsuccessful in terms of penetrating all that much deeper into um, kind of the labs. You've made it kind of into the lower area, but there's a large security vault door that you just have no idea how you would even, you've like taken welding torches that don't seem to make a difference to it. Uh, you don't know what it's made. Uh, yeah. You That's catch, what, tag, um, and release the drones gonna go with it for now that's kind of where you're at um like predatory birds to see where their movements are exactly <laughs> do you have like little bands yeah band band. them oh man and they like swap them sometimes <laughs> oh man you see one come uh one with like eight different bands the like, collectible oh, wow. is cool. <laughs> exactly. Very tiny friendship bracelets. <laughs> exactly. They start making, you see one, they're like, I didn't make that. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's what happens. They start offering you bands. Like, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> you show up one day and like, there's a little uh, kind of rubber band and it's like, here, I found this for you. <laughs> they're so cute. <laughs> oh, no, I was going to make them sinister, like, but like, fuck that. This sounds yes, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> perfect okay. uh cool so yeah that's they've kind of been uh the raiders have been have hit those uh convoys a few times um uh for you it's probably still mostly food because most of what gets moved on the surface needs to be food to keep people and uh bases going uh that it just doesn't grow its own stuff yet so you know um and kind of to that extent um but then also you know various samples and research things you've definitely i think uh because they're more in the kind of bottom left corner of the map southwest i know my west from my east um i don't it's fine one of these days um but since they're kind of further from your stuff it's been less commonly you than it has cheryl and less commonly uh the ripples than it has been the uh uh the shepherds who are just like their favorite target. Yeah, I was just trying to figure out if we could see if they're like trying to build something or like think specific supplies. Uh, they're definitely. The answer um, no. <laughs> no, I, 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 I would kind of. I, I think um, that they're uh, definitely uh, specifically trying to kind of arm themselves uh, to mostly to keep up their operation, but they've got kind of a rolling citadel that they're trying to really uh, reinforce. And, you know, if this goes down the path, it, it goes unanswered, then they're just going to be a bigger uh, threat because they'll have an even bigger and more impenetrable uh, citadel on for all the wheels. So I, I think that they are trying to construct a thing, and it's that. Okay. Well... Um, I see two fairly immediate, uh, avenues. Um, they're probably not the only ones, um, but we could try and sabotage their rolling citadel, as the voice <laughs> in the air mentioned. Um, <laughs> God. Um, right, as God no, mentioned. This is, um, <laughs> uh, was summary of the, and that, 
uh, let's get this to the engin- <laughs> nuclear engineer who sounds exactly like me. Right. Yes. Uh, that's that's their character voice. Okay. Um, they have this voice from Schwadavivro. <laughs> <laughs> if you do say so yourself. <laughs> oh Lord! All right. Uh, yeah. So we I could. Is in the room. Is. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. That's fine. Um, yeah. So we could sabotage their rolling citadel, or um, we could send out a uh, a Trojan horse uh, convoy that they, you know, would ostensibly try to raid, and then instead of food and supplies, they just find a bunch of like, yeah, soldiers or whatever. Um, like a reverse ambush. Yeah, kind of. A honeypot. A honeypot. Yeah, we don't have honey here in the That's post. not, nope. Bee. Wait, you have bees? Oh, I have wasps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do yeah, wasps need to they don't, some they don't vomit deliciousness do. like bees do. <laughs> actually, there are Mexican are honey wasps make, make honey. Yeah, actually, they're really, really cool. Um, little uh paper wasps that well they're not they're not actually paper wasps but they make little no, paper they, yeah honey, honeycomb type stuff out of paper um and fill hmm. it full of honey Did not native to that. native to north america unlike honeybees so well, I, that so is really cool use i just paper or why don't we just use honey wasps instead of honeybees they're way less efficient at producing honey mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. you know you can't just like move them across the okay. country uh, like, i just failed the, the geography quiz in my brain i was like mexico and north america that can't be right <laughs> and i was like no yeah that, that's that's right no, no, just, north <laughs> thanks brain <laughs> i'm done brains like that good on you for fessing up though <laughs> i do mm. it's an honest uh, approach <laughs> uh Th- those do seem like two pretty good uh, avenues. I don't know if anyone would advocate in either of those directions or a different one. Um, yeah, I like the idea of sabotaging the machine a lot. Yeah. We'll kind of do a more sneak in, more subterfuge sort of way, uh, handling of things. Okay. We'll take their wheels and, and replace them with fireworks. That would <laughs> probably stop most things from working. I can't uh yeah as as uh, the spokesperson for the cultivators i'm not sure that that would work that does, I, but uh we're not really a technology kind of people it seems counterintuitive i'll, I'll but let's, i'll let's ask, you. let's ask a tech expert expert <laughs> everybody tech turns expert. and looks at the institute <laughs> <laughs> Any design. We can take their wheels and what we do after that, I don't particularly care. <laughs> I just want their wheels. I just think they'll be really cool wheels. I like it. Well, no. at first I thought you meant like unignited fireworks, and so it was like, I don't really see what that's going to do. <laughs> I mean, there's enough sparks in any sort of rolling nonsense uh, tech machine. Rolling we, nonsense there's definitely tech some like no, listen. This is like yeah, some Mad Max bullshit. Gonna, like, like, I'm tr- I've been trying to avoid. And then be like, oh, let me try to drive this wheelless thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to steal it is what you're getting at? <laughs> I mean, that'd be pretty cool. 
Don't, yeah, don't a lot Whatever. of the Mad Max vehicles just like have open flames on them? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's listen. It's the dude strapped to the front with a guitar is frozen solid, though, so that's less yeah. exciting. That guy, yeah. He's got a parka. <laughs> <laughs> just no, a parka. I've been trying to avoid that direct comp- uh, comparison. I've been, yes, just a parka and like some tight leather pants. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> It's very so rough. If you don't have roll. an air layer between your skin and the fabric, it just gets really cold really fast, and that's just physics. Yeah, I mean it's it's unzipped. He's yeah, it's he's not. It's a whole. It's aesthetics, baby. No, in order in order so to make clearly money. all of baby? their biohacking went into I mean this guy and turning into a cold resistant. Like they they don't have any superpowers at all. It's just like we were right, spend all of our work to just just to make this guy be able to not wear a shirt in the ice. <laughs> we were told that they oh, had man. sleeveless leather vests on, so which yeah. I suppose sleeveless and vest are redundant, but anyway. It's fine. They but don't like, have yeah. sleeves. Assless chaps, Assless mm-hmm. chaps and sleeves. Like, they just like, got really big biceps. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> Ooh, maybe they did the duck thing with their arms, and that's how they don't need sleeves. Duck maybe. Thing? Oh my gosh, wait, does nobody know that? Okay, so like, Ducks and... I'm really worried about this, but let's go. (laughs) So Ducks Ducks and Geese have this cool thing with the circulatory vessels in their legs, because like, Mm -hmm. Ducks and Geese spend a lot of time with their legs down in like, cold water, right? So like, how do you not freeze your little webby feet off, or like, get frostbite on them, or whatever? Um, So they've got this weird like, uh, like, shortcut uh, vessel in their legs that, uh, brings most of the like warm blood like keeps it in their body and like keeps the cooler mm-hmm. blood circulating in their feet so that they don't like constantly shock their system and yeah i don't i'm not an expert on it but it's just a cool fun yeah. fact that like they have weird circulation to keep their legs from freezing off in cold water so maybe the uh, raiders did that in their arms no <laughs> no. no they're just jacked they're just really jacked they're just so fucking jacked that like uh that they're not cold. It's fine. I mean, yeah, they're like, too, their muscles are too strong for the cold. Well, muscle, I like the muscle yeah. uh, does produce heat, I guess. So yeah. <laughs> no, they're just order... really buff, and they're not worried about it. I don't know why you're so worried about it, honestly. <laughs> I'm in order for to make them. my, in order to make my first idea sound good, I will share another idea. So, oh dear, we just need to figure out what the natural predator of biohacked raiders is, and introduce that into the environment. <sighs> You know and then what? that way, a new apex predator will uh, get rid of the problem for us. Sure. It's like yeah. when it's like when all those um, islands got infested with rats, so they introduced a species of snakes to clean up mm-hmm. the rats, and then there were no problems after. Yeah, no Is problems ever after real that. Old women who so, uh, swallow the fly situation <laughs> exactly. we got ourselves into here. Um, and that story had a great ending. So perfect. <laughs> I believe that she story ended die, with of course. raiders. I do believe that story ended with yeah. the raiders leaving everyone alone. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the last couple of pages of that predators. ancient text have been lost to time, so right. we will right. we'll never know how it ended. I assume it was a happy ending. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Mm. Are we sure Why would you that... write a children's book that didn't <laughs> have one? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, are, uh, are you sure that any quote-unquote natural predator of biohacked raiders wouldn't also be a natural predator of all of us? And all of the, you know, other biohacked people. Could we biohack dragonflies? 
to swoop down and pick up the raiders and fly off with them. Are there dragonflies? That how many, might work. No. How many days would that take? <laughs> Shepherds of the cave. Peter? Uh, <laughs> well, um, I, I what do can't you think? honestly argue that we would still have dragonflies, because I can't think of anything that's like less subterranean no. than a dragonfly. We're going to have to reinvent the dragonfly. You have yeah. to reinvent dragonflies, gang. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's in fact, the whole campaign goal from now on is for Peter to reinvent the dragonflies. Right. Not, not We're going to turn like, this into Dungeons and Dragonflies. Yeah. Uh, not unless, like, a lot of their juveniles somehow went into diapause for, like, forever in the mud under the ice. Maybe. Did you don't know. Check? Has anyone been drilling? Yeah, did anyone check? No, have we haven't checked. Have, have we seen giant Dang, monster dra- cool. dragonfly do, juveniles in the edge of the water? Do, if you're cool, do I have a cool. do I have a roll for in. that? Can I roll for? <laughs> Let them in. Oh no. No, uh, <laughs> but uh, sorry. What are we trying to roll for? I don't think so. I think this is a joke and not a roll. I'm pretty sure that's the ruling I'm going to go with. Unless you're trying to do something serious, in which case, please tell me. So wait, the centipedes are, that we've been developing over the last six years are just not good enough for you? You want some mythical pre-calamity being that nobody's even sure if they ever even existed to just, like, magically reappear? Yeah, that might take a while, twig hair. Are you a dragonfly truther? If the- <laughs> yeah. All the cultivators are. They're like no apocryphal can. texts. Like You know what? The uh, elevator operators are with you on this. They do not fucking believe in dragonflies. That yeah. was invented for television and yeah. to sell kids' toys. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Dragonflies, unicorns, like Get over yours. tapers. No, unicorns were real. All of these. <laughs> Elephants are a myth, but mammoths were real. Yeah, yeah. It it's doesn't whole, make sense. Very, for- the elevators have operators have a very complicated taxonomy of things that were and were not real yeah. oh boy. mammoths make way more sense why would you have something that was just bald that would live outside it would freeze to death it doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense mammoths mm-hmm. at least we, sure we used to live outside didn't we gross well yeah but we're not really bald i mean so probably our ancestors were covered in hair right that makes sense we've lost our hair living subterranean <laughs> but like i haven't found any subterranean elephants you Maybe have. they live in that's your caves. <laughs> oh, no, they don't. I just like that's a, a kind of a world thing I want to establish that elephants do not live in the ripples caves. <laughs> no, I, yeah. <laughs> Octopi do though. Yes. Yep. Wow, that went sideways. Um <laughs> uh, wait, wait, so what so, so are we Trojan horsing or what? Uh yeah. What, did you wanna go for a plan or did you wanna just let them raid shit and like Get a cool like citadel base thing that you're gonna have to fight even more later. Let's Up to not you. do that one. There's some yeah. perfect predators out here who will also be a threat eventually. Uh, actually, I want to since we didn't are the perfect predators dragonflies. No, I was gonna say that that there's uh, snow leopards with like the symbiotic glowing moss. <gasps> Maybe we can tell the snow leopards that the raiders were talking shit about them and get them to fight each other, so we don't have to deal with them. A possibility, a very... I'm into it. Unlikely possibility. Why don't you give me... No, I... <laughs> Why don't you tell me what you would roll first and then give me that roll? Animal handling, of course. Yeah. Um, All you need is a nat 20. We, no, 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 no. In our, in our next caravan, we rig one of our caravans, like the honeypot idea, kind of, yeah. to be raided yeah. by the raiders with a bunch of cool earmuffs in them that are made out of catnip. 
So like they put the earmuffs on and they're like, these are pretty sweet. And then the leopards come and attack because the earmuffs are made out of catnip. So they're attracted. And it'll be on I their heads. So they'll attack the heads first. Which, and this is true, is a human's weak point. I've heard that about humans. <laughs> yeah, that they keep like... If you've seen the documentary Scary Movie 3, there's the line where he says, I found their weakness. They're useless without their heads. So. I have uh-huh. not seen that particular <laughs> The uh, only movie series. that survives from the before times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Um, you guys, the only movie that survived is Paul Blart, oh. which was filmed oh, at no. the... Ch- I hung out there as a child... Like, I came back one year uh, from college, and, like, the winter stuff was up in the summer, and they were filming a movie, and then I found out it was Paul Blart, and just the whole thing. Like, if I, I've never watched it, but if I ever do, that's my childhood mall. So, are the McElroys still doing a podcast in the far distant future where they rewatch uh, it every year? <laughs> yes. Yes, but that's kind of a side thing. It doesn't really affect this story. That, okay. But yes, that is true in the background. Ooh, they have achieved running. immortality. Why <laughs> uh, do I know about that? That was a whole other thing. I'm glad that podcasts um, are still a thing 3,000 years after the sun went out. Or just whatever. the one. Yeah. Oh, just, yes, just the just one. The one. <laughs> there's, only, <laughs> there's only one podcast. Okay. And it's every year. <laughs> the uh, McElroys rise from their gr- uh, cryosleep and... <laughs> And they named no. Mir. What the? F- I like that you really, really quick, like mid mid word, flipped from grave to cryo sleep. That was amazing. Yeah. Well, just like the I, idea I that I made them immortal. They could be vampires. Yeah, I'm willing to deal with a post-apocalyptic hellscape, but not a post-McElroy hellscape. <laughs> like there's there's <laughs> certain some things that are too dark for me. I can't. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> I want to yeah. know who else we cryo froze now. Oh, yeah. Uh, who else only the before? celebrities. What celebrities? Name a celebrity. Just They're still alive. Boys. Hank and John. No. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. They died. I what? love them, but they did die. No. I didn't want it. it. I didn't want this. But you were God. Who's God? They're so nice. They're so nice. Only so a nice. very... <laughs> I, they are very nice. I met my brother, uh, sibling was on a panel with John Green once. It was, like, he was really cool. We hung out and talked behind the scenes. Um, but like... Uh, they're mortal. I'm sorry. I wish they weren't. That's look. Most people are mortal. That's how it is. And, and their weak point is. It turns out in this particular fantasy future, turns out these particular celebrities weren't. And Jordan, as you said, any celebrity you're particularly focusing, I can save a few of them. It's just like I can't. I can't save everyone. Most people are mortal. Mm. Okay. <laughs> what about pizza rat? So that's the state of the world. Um, <laughs> pizza rat. Pizza rat pizza rat has uh died and been reborn um so it's it's like it's more like a cultural immortality the than like... <laughs> oh no <laughs> they're also were rats yeah no pizza rat is their deity <laughs> maybe i was figuring lizard tongues at the very least um so who will get close enough to the vehicle to sabotage it like maybe there's a button we can hit that'll we... make it explode, or someone who actually knows the way around a vehicle might have an idea. Are, are we? We're doing the sabotage one. Well, I'm... the reason I pitched the other idea was to make the sabotage idea sound good by comparison. So oh. that's what I'm hoping. But I guess technically we haven't decided for sure. No, the. Uh... I mean, do you want to explain the honeypot idea again? Uh, basically, I... like instead of the convoy, 
being filled with food and supplies, it's filled with, like, people with weapons. Yeah, I like that idea, too, but... Or I mean, I feel like I feel like the or sabotage idea centipedes. only risks... Or earmuffs made out of catnip, right. Um, we could just recreate the cuddle pile of centipedes that we found in the cafeteria of the uh, genetic experiment lab and just, like, stuff a whole bunch of them uh, in the uh, convoy. So they're yeah, probably... very compact, that's true. Yeah. That's an upside to your attack centipedes, Peter, is they are very compact. You can stuff a lot of them into... Uh, but they might be unhappy about getting stuffed in there, so they'd already be unhappy, and then the raiders would, like, break it open, and... Yeah. And then their earmuffs yeah. soaked in centipede nip. No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what is we the fascination with earmuffs? <laughs> we did establish that they w- that we control them with pheromones, didn't we, previously? In the previous episode? The centipedes, true... yes. Yeah. The centipedes so, are pheromonal. Yeah, so we just need to identify their... Attack pheromones? Yeah. You mean you uh-huh. haven't done that in the last five years? You no, I mean, have. yeah, uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, we totally done that, yeah, no, yeah, it's fine, yeah, we've totally you done wanna... that. So we're sabotaging yeah. the centipede. <laughs> no, I think we're making a honeypot full of centipedes and, and driving <laughs> it out there both. and letting them open it up and getting them killed. And or then... No los dos. <laughs> well, yes. I mean, you kind of then... have to do one first. Yeah, yeah, so then all of their they're raiders well, will have been bit by centipedes, and then we attack the citadel once their, like, scout party's been murdered by my centipedes. Mm-hmm. Justly killed by my centipedes. Mm-hmm. Righteously dead. <laughs> yes. That, okay. That one. Alright. That's weird, but um, okay. Uh, uh important question... Because Cheryl is lawful good and can't erase that from any of her characters well. Um, I don't know if we can drag all of the raiders back to the court system, if that's what you're going to ask. Plus, no. I don't think we have a court system. No, I just realized uh, we didn't clarify. Have the raiders killed people in the convoys they've raided, or did they just take stuff and leave? Uh, No. No, they definitely, there have been bodies. Uh, oh, okay. I'm what about particularly... the emotional wounding? I... Oh yeah, there's that too. It's like you know, you guys like felt like you were in control for a couple minutes, but then you realized ultimately that none of us are really in control of the path of our lives at all. Just and sending them like, spiraling a into harsh... an existential crisis. Yeah, and drinking I mean, mushroom too, though, beer. So. Right? Were they like <laughs> really mushroom rude beer too? Like, what are you making alcohol out of? Hang on, no. Let's zoom in. What are you guys making alcohol out of? It's <laughs> a very important question. Like, you guys are definitely not not getting drunk. That's all humans since before humans basically have been getting drunk. I don't buy that you're not getting drunk. But what are you fermenting these days? Can we ferment Peter? I think that's the real question is like, all right, so we need sugars. And how Mm -hmm. how many sugars are in fungi? If only we had our mycologist back on again. Well, I took a single mycology class, so I feel like that makes me (laughs) hardly qualified. I have a can Um, of mushrooms in my cabinet, and I could see how many grams of sugar it has. To Wikipedia, (laughs) it is. Um, Well, so uh, mushrooms have, or fungi have, a lot of like uh, tough structures, like like complicated molecules, like. uh, Mm -hmm. But it's more. Uh, it's actually chitin, right? Because as we discussed last mm. night, uh, fungi are more closely related to animals than they are to plants. Um, so mm. instead of having like oh, yeah. lignin and cellulose and those sort of tough 
complicated molecular compounds to protect them. They have chitin, um, which is very difficult to break down. So I don't know if yeasts okay. would be able to do anything with that since yeasts are what we use to... Then we're going to invent cave berries and move on. Cool. Love it. Peter, you're giving me a face. They're cave berries. <laughs> oh, no, 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 that's cakes. fine. That's fine. Yeah, I'm They're fine with symbiotic with a fungus. My my how... my second choice for beer was gonna be like uh, uh oh, you've got something better. Well, like phytoplankton and algaes and like that is a many... way better option. Yeah, yeah, you've you've got your a whole aquatic thing, right? Yeah. Like you've got to be producing algae for. I mean, as long as there's light of some kind, yeah, sure. I mean, that's one of the many things that you can do when you have power. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. from the nuclear reactors that right. run the city. Right, right. Yeah. That makes cool. sense for like a bioreactor. Like we've been like, yeah, creating oxygen through al- algae tanks. Yeah, or whatever. and then that we just take sense, the yeah. old algae and turn it into alcohol. All right. Seems like a way cool. better use of I did need food. To, I, so algae beer, that sounds <laughs> now so I wanna, bad. Now I want to try making that and see what happens. <laughs> Probably so algae bad. vodka. I'm just going to say. Like, that's way, okay, that would be way easier. You. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Okay. So at least, And it's probably distilled enough times to not really taste like anything but mildly seaweedy. All right. It well, would be like alcohol I apologize for establishing this, but I did need it. Um, yeah, alcohol yeah, 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 kind of like great. that. <laughs> All right. I like that we made huh. something even more seaweedy tasting than scotch. Like, it's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Scotch is like if you went to uh, you fog and then seaweed? just put your face in it. That is rude. <laughs> what? I, as somebody, wait, as somebody who I drinks won't... very seaweedy peaty scotches, yeah, they totally taste like burnt, rotten seaweed. Mm, okay. It's my favorite yeah. ones. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm going to pour myself a glass of the Freud. Okay, yep. Not a sponsor. No, my dad and sibling are both into that, and I tried for years to like scotch. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to like scotch to be like that. I just stopped. It didn't, could like, Cora tried, and I was like, yeah, really, I'm into this. I I never got that. So I I just stopped trying to pretend to like fit in because who cares? I don't think I could ever drink scotch or anything hard. I like liquor, scotch, like but I don't think it tastes like moss. So, <laughs> it's no, I did say cheesy. moss. I said algae or seaweed. Okay. I mean, that's not the same problem, as moss. My problem is I'm such a lightweight that one time I got drunk off of the suggestion of alcohol during a dinner party. So, <laughs> like it wasn't a placebo? Actually any alcohol. What? Like a placebo? Yeah, well, it was nice like, strawberry Seven Up or something. We were pretending because we were. We were filming for MTV, oh. and it was like a fancy oh. dinner party, and that's that's a whole story. What? You know what? Time to go into. <laughs> that's fair. I got cut I mean, out of the episode, except for a joke that I made about dinner forks. I We are going to get back to this off camera, I promise. <laughs> uh, but viewers, let's, uh, um, let's come up with a plan. I think that seems like kind of the thing that uh, fits the time frame we've got. It's mm. like, what do you... So you've got like these two pretty solid ideas, uh... Plus two pretty terrible ideas. ideas. They're not uh, okay. <laughs> the ideas that I put forward were not terrible, no, but somehow I, they've I, become I terrible. Like the, <laughs> the honeypot, like the kind of um, uh, the bait version where you send a fake convoy that that and kind of sneaking up to like sabotage were the two I had. Where uh, I guess there was an all-out assault option as well, but that sounded dangerous and bad for you guys um i mean honestly we could do both of them at the same time right like if the convoy is filled with centipedes 
then like while there's chaos, we could sabotage the okay. crawler, right? So more instead of yes. like as a direct counter uh, counterattack, more uh, use it as a bait as a distraction. That works. Um, why don't we start setting that up? Uh, see what family moves are appropriate here. Um, very few of them, it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone has any specific moves on their uh, family playbooks that kind of necessarily apply here, but um, if not, uh, whoever's got the best grasp, why don't you give me kind of a claim by force roll to see? Even that's not. Yeah, give me a generic uh, plus. Uh, I have two grasps. Give me one of those and. I don't necessarily know if we'll use these exact rules to interpret it, but we'll at least kind of go along those lines to set up where, how well this kind of uh, fake convoy setup works, do you if want that to, makes sense. Do you want to take advantage on that? Probably should, but I already will. Oh, why? Why did you? <laughs> take one more die if you want. <laughs> uh, at the cost of the thing, or don't. I don't. Listen, I can work with uh, this not going well. Um, do you want advantage or not? Probably. Okay. So we don't fail? Alright, roll another d6 then, and uh, add that to the three. Okay. I got ten instead. Nice. Uh, oh, that's very good. Okay. Um, then... Okay. Um, yeah, actually, that should be fine. Uh, we'll do the kind of bait portion, and then... Uh, so, I think with a ten, since that's a very good roll, uh, it works well. Um, given that uh yeah the claim by force rules aren't quite here but uh i'm just gonna say that like you have kind of with that role you can kind of set up a very convincing fake convoy that looks exactly like your food uh convoys or whatever or peter's convoys i guess uh probably is the one you're trying to actually why don't you tell me it goes really well how does that happen when you um what setup uh are you guys kind of do and what do you do to get this convoy up so that uh, it will hold their attention and also uh, provide uh, enough of a distraction that you can kind of then go around and uh, dismantle their uh, crawler thingy. I mean, our food convoys are probably um, we've already established we have the kind of giant dung beetle uh land mounts right, yeah. um yeah so like the we have yeah. they're they're basically our equivalent of draft animals so mm -hmm. they're draw they're basically dragging sleds how uh, many horsepower do they have well it depends on uh whether you yoke them together or not that's true much better carrying that yeah mm -hmm. the yoke um, was a very important invention you do not have to tell me do you right. only do pairs or do you do like sled dog teams um well they're really big so uh i feel like two More is probably like enough to pull like, like oxen, a single yeah. yeah well so and they've already got horns too right so the the definition of an oxen is that it's a cow like it has to be a cow with horns so mm -hmm. um yeah so the dung beetles have horns so the yoke doesn't slide forward off of the head um yeah Very so like two beetle. two dung beetles uh yoked together pull a single mm -hmm. sledge okay. uh full so of how does that compare to like uh, i guess the oxen that we're uh, comparing them to in terms of hauling power. I'm just, I'm trying to 
whatever number you say is fine. I don't care. We're just having fun here, but talk to me about it. How do they, well, I guess like- I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, as far as converting horsepower to sledge necessarily. I'm basically, I'll take your abstraction. Now that, now that I hear you're right, that abstraction is the exact level of detail. That's correct for this. I apologize for trying to drill further. No, no, no. (laughs) Basically what I'm visualizing is like a team of two can drag something the size of like, uh, like an 18 wheeler, like, like cargo the trip you know, like the yeah like you the know like refrigerated the fr- shipping okay. containers that, yeah 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 i've been playing a lot of american trucking of... simulators yes. so if you get dysentery yeah, right. on this trip i'm gonna laugh so hard <laughs> i maybe i don't think i think i have more interesting <laughs> options than dysentery it's at least it's a sledge so we don't have to worry about broken wagon wheels mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay so you have these uh beetles that lead your um convoy uh, or that are the main hauling thing for uh your convoys probably lend yeah, so them think, out so other go ahead <laughs> i was gonna say like so there so there's two beetles one container and then there's like four sets of that. There's like four containers that move together in a convoy. And like yeah, one okay. of those containers would normally be like people traveling with the convoy. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other three would normally be full of food and supplies and things like that. So um, the people one, is that more, I would kind of assume at least like an open air-ish design, like more like a sled than like a cargo thing i assume you don't want to like just like hang out in a you know shipping crate for three hours while your convoy's moving yeah you want at yeah, least I guess, a window yeah i guess i'm thinking more you know like the um i guess like temporary huts that they use in like the arctic mm-hmm. where like it's like a double walled tent kind of thing over okay, like yeah. a flatbed platform mm-hmm. um but with uh, that kind of geodesic uh like clearish plastic okay yeah for windows yeah yeah sweet i love that love that uh so you've got this convoy and now how is it a useful distraction i know you're loading it up with your tax centipedes that's good uh it's what else are you doing anything to make it look juicy or you're just hoping they hit this one it goes to anyone i'm yeah um i'm asking you all well just peter (laughs) Again, I suppose we kind of have, like, at least two options that immediately spring to mind. The first is that uh, some of y'all have people that are good at subterfuge. So you could, like, plant the Do idea. Do we know that? I don't know. Maybe we don't know that. Um, <laughs> assuming I knew well, that's that. A family move, too, right? Which one? Subterfuge? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But we're working at the family there. level right now. Um, and kind of the setup can happen I- at either level. Uh, I mean, I have plus two slight. Yeah, because I was thinking like... Yeah, because I was thinking you could like uh, sort of whisper campaign style like get the information to the raiders that this convoy was coming mm -hmm, and -hmm. that it was extra juicy. Or you could just like make the convoy move slower or more carefully or like like make it like do the uh, reverse psychology thing where you have a lot of um, guards, like, very visible on the convoy, so it mm. makes it look like it's more valuable Oh, than this it must is. be precious. That's fair. So, um, yeah. Yeah, Jordan, why don't you give me uh, that subterfuge roll, and we can kind of... Like, I, I figure, you know, they're not... Well, uh, they definitely kind of initially came from, like, I think, your city. They kind of butted out, and, like, 
were somewhat outcast within the like underground version but now that they've kind of got room to spread they've kind of uh butted off to do this rating thing and um so like i and i also think that like not that they can kind of infiltrate enough that like you you know like uh someone could probably take off their cool vest and like take the elevator down and go shopping in the mall or whatever or in, it's not a mall it's more like an open air market except for the open and air part of it um boy i'm great at descriptions uh but yeah you <laughs> yeah perfect uh so, so on a, hit, a clue behind um fair enough but i, I do, from the uh hit i think you probably are trying to make a resource appear more attractive is that yeah fair okay yeah yeah so how do you do this uh what kind of uh, mm-hmm. Is is it a whisper campaign? Is it, or is it more like, um, like what Cheryl was saying, kind of like outfitting the uh, thing with kind of shinier uh, containers and you know a few extra guards and the sort of this must be important sort of. Yeah, I guess shinier containers and a few extra guards. Okay, so you do some psyops at them. Excellent. Yeah. Um, but. You leave a branded item behind. Is it a pen? Is it a sunglasses? What do you want? Goddamn pen! I, I like. <laughs> I like the branded item. I, you could do it with a different thing. I don't care. I just that's where my head's at. That's just somebody's my wearing thing. their institute T-shirt. Oh, gosh dang! Gosh dang! And you just uh, came out with this we told you. I get why they were excited. It's just like uh, they could have thought for a few more seconds. Ah, oh, dang it! Blew the whole thing. Um, so they probably, I, th- I think the um, consequence of that is that, well, they are going to uh, more or less have secured the attack on this convoy. It's still, they're not quite sure they can trust this data. And so they are somewhat cautious about it, which will kind of play out once we get to that scene. I'm just, we're kind of on the, sorry, my shoe came off. There we go. <laughs> That's why I was like, <laughs> it was not good. <laughs> but kind of, we're kind of setting up how that's going to go at the family and setup level. And then next session, we'll kind of get into this uh, fight and this plan is kind of what I'm thinking. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you've kind of uh, secured that attack, but some. Uh, so then the other side of things is that you'll want to have uh, some people, maybe all uh, your team, I don't know, because uh, it sounds like the like your players don't necessarily need to be at that first place. Uh, you can be if you want to, of course, and as can your agents, but it sounds more like going around back and uh, deflating their tires is what you guys are shooting for. Um, so what's the signal? What's the plan? Like, you can find it, you know, that they'll kind of, how do you kind of go? (laughs) How about we, like, if we, like, hide over the horizon and, like, watch their convoy and, like, wait for the raiders to leave? And that's when we come in? Like, to leave to go Yeah, okay. So you want to kind of find a, um, hidden position to observe from? Yeah, I guess yeah. I was going to ask, like, so they've got this big, like, crawler thing. 
You also said something about mm-hmm. motorcycles. So do like small group, oh, yeah. small groups of them like leave the crawler to go and do the raids. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's definitely you know like a um, a garrison that like uh, sticks with the thing, but uh, when they're raiding, they're definitely well under half their standard manpower. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So then let's see who wants to give me maybe even in. Let me see if there's a character move. Yeah. Um, does anyone want to give me a wasteland survival? This is that's a character move, but we'll kind of resume and back and figuring it out right now. So uh, that'll kind of be more for your character having had done this recon than necessarily um, whatever. Uh, but that kind of seems more capable of finding a uh, hidden position than any of these kind of family level moves though. I haven't been here for it. Um like there's no, no reason why I would have been here for it. Okay. Yeah, I don't think you've So I can't use World Traveler. Done anything. No, I don't think so. And I can't use Wasteland Savant. Um you I think can. Oh, well that's whenever you roll Wasteland Survival to travel a route you've used before. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. You'll establish a lot more routes in, I think, this uh, age than you did in the last one, because uh, this age happens, I think, a bit more at the family level. Uh, again, we'll I have see. a plus I... one in steel. I have a plus two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, who wants to have forged this path in the past? What does your savant thing do again, Charon? That's uh, if you've it, been there before. If I've been there before, I get to I get to roll or I get one of the success things, even if I don't get a success, uh, basically. Which actually, so for this, I think what we'll do is um, if you roll good on this, then uh, Jordan and Peter will both have access to kind of the been there before uh, for this particular route because um, you'll have had. Uh, set that up and if it goes poorly then we'll kind of do that also in a bit more of a retroactive sense than uh anything okay so who should yes. do it then oh yeah uh between xander and cheryl oh, okay so if it's just between the two of us then i guess i should because i have a plus two okay yeah right i will take an advantage thank you for donating ah. to the bail project okay uh steal advantage Plus two. Yay! Ten! Success! Ooh! Nice. nice. Yeah. Alright, uh, then yeah, I, uh, well, I think I'm gonna ignore the, uh, consequence side of things, uh, but if you want to take one of those ten plus, uh, benefits from the Wasteland Survival, I think I can give you one of those. Um... Cause, like, mm. it's kind of yeah, do I want a hidden treasure or a secret? Oh man, they're both so secret secrets. Ah, hmm. Um, let's go with hidden treasure. All right. Uh, I think let's maybe leave that in the. Uh, if you have an idea, then that's cool. But uh, I don't. We can also, kind of. Like all right, we'll come back to that next week. Yeah, let's. Uh, we're just kind of setting stuff up right now, so let's leave that in the setup and like pull it back when we uh, need it in a minute or two. Um, so actually, let's see. So then we have, so you've got the plan to attack and you've got uh, eyes on their spot. 
I think that's more or less a solid plan. We're like 10 minutes before seven my time and the various other sets of times that it is in your various <laughs> time zones. Uh, that feels like a fairly solid like spot to like hang it on and we'll come back and do this cool raid counter raid sort of whatever the hell uh, next time. <laughs> Yay. All right. Excellent. Well, thanks again, everyone who was hanging out and watching. Thanks to Qui-Gon Bowers for hanging out in the chat and saying lots of things that made me laugh um thank you again to everyone who has already donated to the bail project through our campaign on tiltify don't forget you can keep doing that through the entire month of june actually i think i set it to end on july 4th because that was like a full week but anyway um yeah please support the bail project uh or other charities in your area remember um Charities don't only need your help when the cause happens to be in the news. They need your help all the time. And unfortunately, giving to charities uh, really like falls off a cliff once that cause is no longer in the news. So keep giving anyway, because they always need your help. Um, anything else from the rest of the crew? <laughs> no exciting collaborations yeah. or other projects coming up. We just we're living our lives. It's a thing. Yeah. True. Yeah. But we'll be back Stay here. safe, stay healthy. Yeah, stay safe, yeah. stay healthy. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Be smart. Uh, spend time outside uh, responsibly if you can, because it's good for you. Um, That's true. Yeah. Wear sunscreen. Wear sunscreen and bug spray. And as Allie Ward says, check your crevices when you come back inside. Um, but for ticks <laughs> and other unwanted passengers. Um, nah. <laughs> We talked about ticks last night. So, um, yeah. I see. And we'll, be... <laughs> and we'll be back in two weeks to do a raid on the Raiders. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's a thing. They'll never see it coming. They'll be like, wait, that's our thing. I know, right? Still their brand. Latin for Raiders. Who raided the Raiders is what I was trying to get at, but it just fell apart on me. That's good. I like it. I like it. Um, well, that'll be the title for the next one. Ooh, who raids the Raiders? Who raids the Raiders? I'm, I'm writing it down. Um, mm. Yeah, but uh, thanks like... everybody for being there. And we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.